friends. Welcome back to an afternoon of Tales of Setendor. We are Not Great RPG, and we are here once again for more Dungeons & Dragons. Uh, this will be one of the last few episodes of this campaign before we uh, send it down the river uh, of death. Um, we're going to light it on fire, like a Viking yeah, yeah, burial. It'll be a, it'll be a funeral pyre. man river. <laughs> is <laughs> is uh, Ether going to light it on fire and... Mm. Correct, yes. Ether's mm. going to ferry it across. Animate objects and make dumb. Uh, yeah. Fun. But anyway, uh, <laughs> we're here. Um, uh -huh. So we'll go around the table real quick and say who we are. Mm -hmm. And then I will uh, do the recap and we'll pop into the episode. Don't so I am Don Boosted Gorilla, the DM of this campaign. I'm John and I play Ukubo. I'm Kelsey and I play Brina and I'm going to murder Arthas. <laughs> For the experience. Yeah. yeah. I'm Paul. <laughs> for the pleasure. <laughs> I'm Paul and I play the unmurderable artist. Kelsey, pull your mic up a little bit. It's pretty far. No! <laughs> oh my god. Fuck you, Don. Thank you. I hear all my other smites. There they are. Thank you for the... For the... Telling me. You're welcome. <laughs> the telling You're so nice. <laughs> the telling. <laughs> I'm Sarah, and I play Kirio. Mm -hmm. And I am not Lawrence, and I play Hallam Forest Rider. <laughs> anyway, last week, the episode, The Conquest of the Fractured Peak, <clears throat> Arthas, Arthas, praise Arthas, Arthas. Arthas. I'm the one that didn't go to bed till 5 a.m. <laughs> Thank you, Galley, for the resub. I appreciate it, my friends. Uh, anyway, last week, Arthas prays to Paylor and fades once again into that familiar space of pure void darkness and feels the warmth of the sun but does not see anything. He hears footsteps and suddenly a figure walks into view holding a sandwich and chips on a plate. It's Paylor, and he stops as he sees Arthas and says, Uh, uh son, uh, Sunborn, is everything all right? Are you fine? Do you need guidance once more? He hides the sandwich behind his back, his stomach sticking slightly out. He comments on Arthas' arm looking an ashy gray and is pleased that Arthas used his power. Arthas mentions that he doesn't match and just holds up his arms looking mildly distressed. Paylor comments, Uh, yeah, it's fucked, man. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> result of channeling the divine energy. Arthas asks if there's a way that he could match, and Paylor comments that he would not be able to handle the divine energy and one arm is all that he needs. Arthas then asks for his sandwich, and after a back and forth, Paylor slides his sandwich and chips to Arthas. Arthas asks once more if there's any way he could match, and Paylor says that he could burn Arthas' arm to match visually, but otherwise no. Arthas tells him no thank you and removes himself from the prayer. Um... Arthas finishes his meal as Hollum sits listening to Arthas crunching, muttering fucking mountain boy under his breath. Ukubo falls to sleep and has a pleasant vision of a large meadow filled with flowers and an extremely large tree in the center, surrounded by mountains. The tree has a face and reveals itself to be the tree father, and then tree, tree daddy in parentheses, Sylvanas. He tells Ukubo that he has been doing very good work in the world, making it a better place. Ukubo asks where he gets his mouth powers from, and Sylvanas tells him that he is not sure, but it is not from his domain. Ukubo walks back into the meadow with a bright flash of light and is back to sleep. The group all rests and are awoken the next morning by a knock at the door. 
A dwarf they do not recognize tells them that it is time to go and that Kimli is waiting for them by the gates. Another fetches Ukubo and they leave and head towards the front of town. Arthas stops as he sees Grimdor opening up one of his shops and runs over to get some final item upgrades from him. They head down to the gate and Kimli and Belfir find Kimli and Belfir waiting for them. They get onto the cart with Brina's skeletons having their own cart. Grimdar walks to the gate and begins pushing the cart towards the mountains. They eat and drink, chatting with the dwarves, playing music as they travel for the two days that it takes to make their way there. As the sun rises on the morning of the third day, they reach the foot of the mountains and begin the few-hour ascent up. They discuss their plan to take out the leaders of the seven tribes, aside from Ugash of the Craghand tribe, and replace them with new leaders that will make peace among the two races. As they ascend, they prepare for battle, and as they reach the summit, they are greeted with a large flat space with a large, with a small creek running through it and a hill at the back. They see several orcs flanking Nargol, the purple half-orc, on the hill, awaiting their arrival, and at the far back, two glowing cubes behind four changed furbolgs, Ukubo's parents, Winala, and one of the other elders. They jump into battle, Kimli quickly running towards two of the orcs off to one side, as another orc charges across the creek towards the party, smashing Ukubo with his large battle axe. The furbolgs at the back heal the war chieftain as Ukubo hurls the yeti bomb containing Bardock across the river towards Nargol and two of the orcs. Ukubo also makes a spiritual weapon and casts lightning on one of the cubes, watching as it begins to lightly smoke. Brina makes a ball of fire and hurls it towards two of the orcs, striking them. Hallam runs up and smashes his warhammer into the war chieftain, wrapping him in its chains and then beating him with his second weapon heavily. Arthas steps into the air, crashing down on the chieftain, slashing him deeply with his blade. In the back, Bardock slaps at Nargol and one of the orcs as they move past him, hitting them both. One of the orcs runs up to the group and throws a crystal at the ground as darkness spews out from it. Sorry, I, I thought you needed something. No, Sarah Swain. Oh. Uh... <laughs> Narkel dives into battle, <laughs> smacking Hollam with her greatsword heavily <laughs> before being countered by Hollam so as she fine. leaves her guard down. Belfir charges into the darkness, swinging wildly, catching one of the orcs with his hammer. Curiel dispels the magical darkness as the skeletons hurl arrows down on one of the two orcs fighting Kimli, killing it instantly as the orc corp floats above the ground, suspended on the arrows. The battle rages on as Bardock freezes one of the orcs completely solid in ice. Ukubo breaks one of the orbs in the back as the party fights with these orcs. The furbolgs continue to heal these orcs as the skeletons destroy another orc. Nargol steps back out of Kiriel's cloud of daggers, teleporting 60 feet, before hitting the party with an extremely large cone of icy wind. The orcs fall one by one until only Nargol is left. Some of the party is badly wounded, but are still all standing. Nargol is disarmed by Hallam and Arthas as they slash into her together with their weapons. She steps back once more, casting a large blast of purple energy towards them. Ukubo smashes the final cube as the Furbolgs call out to Ukubo, healing him. As Nargol turns to flee further up the mountain, Burdock roars an icy breath in her face as she is frozen completely solid, bringing a single claw towards her as she flies backwards, sliding against the side of the hill. The group dusts themselves off and heals up as Ugash makes his way to the Furbolgs, freeing them. They make their way to Ukubo, who is chatting with Bardock, healing him before he goes back in the ball to sleep. Ukubo's parents attempt to speak to him, and while they convey some level of sadness in being sorry, they are unable to gather the words together to truly tell them how they feel. Ukubo walks away from them as they call out, and he looks back, No, monster, pointing to himself. 
He speaks with Winala, who looks healthy and fine with no visual markings of any energy in injury caused by Ukubo from when he was a child. They speak about how Ukubo was a tree as he makes 45 pounds of blueberries to make her understand. He also gives her Ipiko, who hands from her finger upside down. They embrace and happily reconcile as Ukubo says his classic goodbye and walks away from her. Ugash thanks Ukubo, and Ukubo gives him his pajamas, which he promptly puts on over his clothing. Arthas feeds the Furbolgs from his sandwich bag of holding, and his friends, as Ukubo's mother and father, tell Arthas to please tell Ukubo that they are sorry, and that if he ever does want to come home, they will be there. They hug Kimli and Belfir, who thank them profusely for their help with all they have done. The party makes their way back down the mountain to camp for the night by the cart under which Grimdar sleeps. The skeletons and Sir Barrington guard the group as they sit around a campfire to talk about what they have been through today. And that is where we will start with you guys sitting around this campfire guarded by the skeletons and Sir Barrington. You may discuss whatever you wish before resting and setting out in the morning towards the Nallen Woods to meet up with Elrin. Ukubo need find new pajamas. I would offer you mine, but I don't think that they would fit. What, where, are, where, where are yours? <laughs> Ukubo gave Ugash pajamas. D did they? Did they fit? Uh huh. <laughs> they did. They fit surprisingly, uh -huh. surprisingly nicely. That's how you will shit into existence. <laughs> <laughs> did they fit? Yes. Yeah, they did. <laughs> Uh-huh. Happy now. Peace. With Ukubo. And Only everyone. Ukubo. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be so bad. <laughs> Ukubo's the big bad evil right? guy the whole time. He's too innocent. <laughs> like of all the campaigns. Innocent. innocent. <laughs> Ukubo, your parents said that you could go home. To the mountain. Yeah, well, like rapidly blink. Uh, no. Whenever you want. No, Ukubo not like mountain. Bad mountain. Ukubo lives in a tree. Uh huh. There are trees up there. He likes his tree though. Ukubo has. After Paumba. Paumba. Squirrels. Baby Paumba. Tiny Paumba. Mrs. Paumba. Brina. Drugs. Drugs. <laughs> Skeletons. I love uh, that. I, I feel like Pumba takes care of himself and, and you just show up for the collection. Uh-huh. <laughs> Got to pay. <laughs> Sounds like the only mountain Ukubo needs is mountain boy. Mm-hmm. Has Mr. Arthas. Turtle. Cloak man. <laughs> man. That <Fair>. tracks. <laughs> Not remember that one. <laughs> Been here whole time. <laughs> okay. Hello. Friend. <laughs> Not real. Not real, that's right. Uh, cloak friend. There's only four of us here. <laughs> Make a deception check. <laughs> Too much drugs. <laughs> Not remember. Take more, it'll help. <laughs> How bad is it? Like a three? Two? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Okay. Yeah. Just kidding, he, he knows. buddy. Uh-huh. 
Look we'll remember Mr. Hollum. Ha ha. Mm-hmm. Funny. Funny. It's funny. Yeah, same uh-huh. joke. Funny. Just clap. Uh-huh. <laughs> Got Mr. Dwarf Man. Yeah, Grimdor's just snoring loudly under the cart. He seems cool. <laughs> uh, wink, wink. Uh, run! Kind of like that stuff. <laughs> Great. Uh, Nina... Mm-hmm. Can I ritual cast the All of you! Oh, it's real, man. <laughs> Damn it! Just a bang, bang. bang. <laughs> he breaks the ground around him. Oh. I want to cast That happens sometimes. Just a bunch of rocks. Detect magic on Grimdor. He's, oh, he's very magical. He's magical as fuck. He's magical as fuck. You're not even certain that he is physically here. Yep. You want to know who the All-Father is. He's right there. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was born, pink to new world into existence. Uh-oh. Yeah, I'm gonna use divine sense and look over by Mr. Smashing Hands. Uh, he's celestial. He's celestial. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, you can see that there's like a light shimmer around him that's kind of reflecting in the dark. That you're legitimately not certain if his physical form is here at all. Mm-hmm. It's forged anew. Mm-hmm. Oh, I just have a horrified look on my face. <laughs> I want to grab a stick and just poke, poke <laughs> Grimdor with it. Excuse me. Sure, yeah, you grab a stick and you poke into him and you see that it sinks in uh, kind of like jello and then pushes out. Wow, that's so disturbing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it, it's like spongy magic. It's very he's strange. Fat or... <laughs> he's, he's just thick. He's big boy. Thick boy. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you meant fat or like. He's the no, god no. of thick. He's the god of thick. Yeah. <laughs> We don't use the word. Yeah, no, he's, he's <laughs> definitively <laughs> celestial and not here. Yep. Okay. He's just mm. help, he's helping out. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Okubo has many friends, Jelly Man. <laughs> Jelly Man. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> is he coming with us? Bran. What no. the fuck? Fuck is Bran? He probably has to go somewhere else now. I don't know, but Bran sounds like a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Does sound kind of like a dick. Yeah, right? <laughs> now that you mention it. Yeah. Oh, Bran, good. Uh, <laughs> kiss me. <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 fuck you guys. <laughs> kiss me again, Bran. I'm locked in a dungeon safe. <laughs> my brain's gone, Bran. Hope. Uh, 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 my soul's been committed to hell. This is where My soul's locked in hell. Hope. <laughs> yeah, he, he never actually made it out. <laughs> Yeah, this is hell. <laughs> oh, oh god. His hell is just being naked with his little bubble butt out and Nina just bringing it up all the time. Oh, forgot pants again. <laughs> yeah, it's that classic idea. He's giving a speech in front of a big crowd of the most yeah, important Yeah, He's the day king of, of a life. kingdom and his, yeah. he's got no pants yeah. on. Oh. 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 Brad. Pink. <laughs> Does he does he bank himself? Oh, no. <laughs> Gotta hide. Yeah, the crowd the crowd is all Nina's. Oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> now that we know I his still, nightmare. Yep. I still yeah. wanna draw it. I wanna see if I can figure out how to do it. It's like do you know the the suntan Logan, yeah. yeah, the sunscreen or whatever. Yeah. It's that, but he just it's got... It's literally with the that. Johnson, like, like, Copperstone, like, maybe, yeah. not Johnson, yeah. But it's Grimdark. Yeah, a little Copperstone. Oh. <laughs> but, like, the butt... The like, over-the-shoulder look. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Hey. 
Oh my god. <laughs> I'm done, I'm sorry. That's okay. It's just so cute. It I is. Just see it in my head. Mm-hmm. Kira's gonna go to sleep. Mm-hmm. Okay. <coughs> Take that. Nice. Warm <laughs> Poke Grimdark. I don't know what the fuck this is. Yeah, you just like kind of sink into like a gooey, jelloy substance mm-hmm. and pull out. Oh. <laughs> I think he likes it. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> he's, just, he's just snoring very loudly. I wonder if that would make for a good pillow. You can try to sleep like, on Mr. Grimdar. Memory foam. Mm-hmm. I'm totally gonna put my head on you your like, side or stomach or however I can sure, get yeah, on you, there. Sure. Yeah, you you get some some Grimdar foam mattress mm-hmm. action. Perfect. <laughs> Is there enough room for me to just like yeah, lay you could just on like you? a cat on top of a yeah, yeah just knee on his belly. One hundred percent. That's what I do. You are just, a gnome. You, yeah, you just sleep yeah. on top of Grimdar. Perfect. That's fine. <laughs> Comfort level is high. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna sleep as far away from Grimdark as possible. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Sure. I don't know what that's about. Yeah, you move a ways away from the cart and just kind of like anxiously look as the skeletons just stare in your direction. Sir Barrington just circles the encampment. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I'm <out> my bag. <laughs> uh-huh. Please don't wake him. Whatever he is. I'm gonna uh... hum the tune to Mountain Boy as I fall asleep. Very good. Yeah, you, you hum the tune. <clears throat> mountain boy. Mountain boy. As I fall asleep, God pray. Okay. You oh, pray. Oh, obviously before I fall asleep, I like read. You said that last time. Yeah, I you did, did it last time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. yeah, you have them, you have them guarding okay. with Sir Barrington, uh, circling the cart. So everybody goes to sleep. Uh, before you sleep, Arthas decides to pray. Please make a religion check for me. Uh, 21 with bonus. Okay. You fade into that darkness again. Wonderful. And again, you see nothing except this wispy smoke, and you see a large white frame that's flickering with light. And it's as if a camera is panning, and you see Paylor sitting in a large armchair with a remote. (laughs) A remote? A remote. Big bowl of popcorn on his stomach, and he's just eating it as he's looking, and he looks, oh, Sunborn, and he just throws the popcorn behind him. Um, is, is there something that it's you... like a lazy boy. Uh, needed, I, I see you've it's killed... It's You've killed the orcs. Well, thank you for using the, the will of Pelor and, and the power of the, of the sun. Does he have slippers on? Oh, yeah, big the, fuzzy, like, pink slippers. Does he have, like, a big white... <laughs> Yeah, it's not, yeah, maybe yeah, like gray, classic yeah, gray sweatpants. Yeah, gre- grease stain yeah. on it. Yeah, grease stain on it. Like pizza, <laughs> like cheese on yeah. one side. Yeah. He's got like um, the white beard, the sweatpants, the robe. Yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> fuck. Uh, you, you, you did it. Um, congratulations. What, what is that? Uh, uh, dinner. No, I'm pointing to the remote. <laughs> oh, um, it's a, uh, it's a, it's a, a hammer. The hammer of Paylor. <laughs> Can I? Can I have it? Uh, no, I'm sorry, Sunborn. Oh, I can't uh, use it. Uh, no, it's uh, it's it's uh, you can't use it. It's it's uh, gods only. I apologize. Oh, okay. um, it's it's specific to the gods. Uh, very sorry, Sunborn. So what are you what are you doing? Um, what's up? I'm just planning. <laughs> very busy uh, lately planning god things. You know. Good. Uh, uh, yeah, it's good. Um, just checking in. How's how's the the arm? It's fine. That's 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 good. It's good news. What? No other changes. Nothing else. No. Okay. Good. 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 No. 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 Sure, no. The there... DM. No. DM. No. No. Yeah. No other changes. <laughs> no. There. There shouldn't be. So that's that's good news. That's that's great. That's good. All right. 
Mm -hmm. I'll uh, talk to you later, I guess. Oh, uh, yeah, um, so Will of Paylor Sunborn channeled my... I'm just gonna uh, do, yeah. <laughs> Does he hear any song playing in the background? <laughs> uh, you hear uh, next time on the Island of Fog. <laughs> <laughs> this is a good program. <laughs> oh my god. I like that Grimdark guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you fade. Yeah, you're just like, like I think I'll put him in the world. <laughs> Will, Will of Paylor or not? I just... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you you hang up. <laughs> You're out. <laughs> what the FaceTime. Yeah, yeah, you end oh, the FaceTime. Oh, that's a bad sorry. signal. <laughs> yeah, so you you end it and you uh, you go to sleep. Um, so if you haven't taken a long rest, you guys can all uh, do that now. <laughs> so good. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> It's fine. Don't worry about it. What do you mean? Don't worry don't question, about it. Don't question Paylor's role. Watching television. <laughs> yeah, he's very busy. Yeah, dude. A very busy god, and he doesn't have all day. It's like when you're little and your dad tells you you can't touch the remote. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. So you guys awaken the next morning to the sound of uh, a light breeze blowing and birds chirping overhead. Um, and you see that the breeze is not actually a breeze, it's Grimdar just breathing very heavily. Oh, God. Oh, that's so much And you worse. look over, and it's not breath. You see that as oh. Brina sits on him, it's as if the air mattress is deflating, and the air is just rushing out of the side of him as he just flattens so is he, into Yeah, nothing. he's flat now? Yeah. So it was, like, uh, Nisha, like, like kneading? Yeah, and poking a hole <laughs> in a celestial She popped Grimdar. <laughs> Uh oh. <laughs> and he's just flat, and there's no life left in him. You just see a like slightly skin. Yes, wrinkly, oh, like glowing wait, blue. Is he goo. actually like not there anymore? Yeah, there's like no bones, nothing. I, like, he's just bink bonk. His nose doesn't do anything. Mm -hmm. I he's, try he's to open gone. his eyelid. There's yeah, no you open eyes. his eye, and there's no eyes in there. So it's just skin. It's, yeah, yeah, it's a skin suit. Yep. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you could take uh, it. Uh, I put it on one of my skeletons. Okay. Oh, it stretches. <laughs> oh, yes, yeah, so you just see skeletons? a really tall-looking Grimdar. Oh, and it... Uh. <laughs> With a saggy... Like, <laughs> yeah, the like skin's really saggy. saggy yeah. But the top of him is just his face is stretched yeah. oh, like down like to his it. chest. It's uh, very strange. I love it. it looks Somebody terrible. draw I hold that. back no. my throb. Yeah. <laughs> I will not draw that. Uh-uh. <laughs> that's cursed. I draw, I draw Very strange. That's, 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 that's real fucking that's cursed. That's where it is. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. So very are proud you guys going to... Uh, anything that you would like to do before you head towards the Nowen Woods? Specifically not look at whatever the fuck's going on over sure. there. <laughs> I'm, I'm just constantly like... Willfully, willfully ignorant of whatever Brynn is doing. Mm -hmm. Understandably, you've kind of like blacked it out at this yeah, point. Yeah, like the bow ties were cute and everything. Mm -hmm. um, the skin suits. That's that's a little a little too. I much. gotta collect thirteen more skin suits. Oh. <laughs> um, Boners are best if you don't acknowledge them first thing in the morning. Anthony, please get out of my room. <laughs> I gotta go. <laughs> Can I forage for some food? Sure. Make a uh, nature check. I'm going to... Or survival check, actually. Watch Kiriel do that and pull a sandwich out of my... Thing. Sure. Yeah, you pull it out. It's PB&J. Ooh. Very good. 14. 
Yeah, you find some like edible uh, herbs and, and mushrooms and things and some uh, some like wild onion and stuff that you can eat. Cool. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna bring them to Ugubo. Uh huh. Do you know how to cook these? No. We'll figure out how to cook these. Uh, Ukubo has hands. Ah. <laughs> uh? mm, um, Ukubo, try. Do we have like pots and pans? I we. This is the first time we've been like. I'll say that there's some stuff on the cart. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm a little, like a little, little fire. A little travel thing. Hands. Some, no. Not oh. hands. Oh, Hollum. Hollum, you're gonna want to get comfortable. I hand him a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna start. I'm gonna power this sandwich. Very good. Yeah, you just you take a huge chunk out of it mm. with one. I'm bite. gonna yell at the food. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. I create fog around. I had a feeling it was gonna be fog. <laughs> oh come yeah, on! So now I just, can't see anything. Uh, you just watch as this just fog-like steam. It's cooking. The food. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so cute. I want to, um, like, hum the song that plays in Breath of the Wild while you're sure. cooking. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you heat Mountain up these bowl. vegetables. Mountain boy. <laughs> that classic Zelda tune. Yeah. Y'all, y'all remember that one from Breath of the Wild? Mountain boy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, you cook your mm-hmm. you cook your, your vegetables and eat them. Are they delicious? They're delicious. Nice. It's a little foggy, but they're good. Tastes this like fog. Tastes like fog. the fog. Mm-hmm. Oh, it tastes like how a dewy, foggy day feels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just totally nicely steamed. Sense. I created enough water vapor density. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Very nicely good. steamed vegetables. Mm-hmm. You're I wanna, welcome. I want to eat that now. <laughs> yeah, it's like breath steam. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> All right. So you guys... So you could so have morning breath in that fog? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's constant Just morning breath. What mean... <laughs> Uh, brush teeth. <laughs> just give Ukubo a piece Ukubo. of mint that I found. Ukubo just has teeth. Why brush them? Eat this leaf. Um, minty fresh. Ow. <laughs> Never had bad leaf before. I'll eat that all you want to. Why eat bad leaf? It's not a bad leaf. Very good leaf. Hurt mouth. It's mint. Cavities. <laughs> <laughs> Dentist. No. Uh oh. <laughs> Insurance. Sure Ukubo must be new dentist now. Look at my hammer. <laughs> Kinda. <laughs> no, no, no. More leaves. I'll give you another, another leaf. I was gonna smell it. it smells really nice. Nice leaf. Smell nice. Oh, I'll get some water and boil it. Put the leaves in. Sure. Make some tea. Make some mint tea. Mint tea. Cook leaves. Tea. The mint tea is mint tea. (laughs) (laughs) Just gonna start rubbing the mint on my face. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, you you aftershave. Freshen up. Yes. (laughs) Smell nice. Ukubo, do you want a sandwich? It's the cleanest Ukubo's ever been. Oh, yeah. Uh Yeah, (laughs) Well, I would say the cleanest was after you guys came out of the river. This is probably the second cleanest. Then the nicest he smelled. (laughs) Yeah. Minty. A sandwich? I don't know what it is. Kind of sandwich do I get from Arthas? Uh, you get like a, a chicken and vegetable medley. 
Yeah. You, need, you need like a table. I know, yeah. I'd need a, sandwich. a table of oh, yeah. sandwich. We'll use this sandwich. as much as possible. <laughs> oh, nah. Good okay. sandwich. Ew, that mixed with mint probably didn't taste that great. I mean, it's like brushing your teeth. And mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the worst. Yeah, it's terrible. It's terrible. I mean, well, after maybe. the first bite, you're good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So you guys uh, walking, or are you going to attempt to push the cart or have the skeletons push the cart? I get on the cart. Okay. Sir Barrington gets on the cart. Okay. My skeletons get on the cart. Okay. <laughs> and we just sit there and wait. <laughs> I will define sense and look at the skin suit wrapped around a skeleton. <laughs> oh, actually, no. He'll push the cart. <laughs> okay. Grimdark. So the Grimdark yeah. skin suit skeleton Grimdark. gets off and just begins just crackling, pushing the cart forward. Uh. Hi, Elran. <laughs> <laughs> the carriage broke down. We had to get the skeletons to push us the rest of the way. Uh, is it glowing? Uh, yeah, the outside of it, the outer like ring around. It's it is glowing. glowing still. Yeah, mm-hmm. just a little bit faint, not as much as it was. Glowing skeleton. Mm-hmm. It's the With skin. a skin suit. Uh, I love it. Uh, I'll help the. Um, I'll help Grimdar because I good. think it's still Grimdar. Sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. Hello. <laughs> Continue to push. Grimdar, you're uh, back. Pat him. Uh oh. <laughs> crack, crack. Bony. <laughs> Grimdar lose lot weight overnight. And the skeleton just looks over at you and you just see the hollow holes where his eyes are. Kind I of like... same. <laughs> <laughs> no change there. I Brainless. Like... <laughs> I kind of just like try to talk like Grimdar. Okay. And make it seem like he's talking to Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you ventriloquist your, uh, your skeleton. Oh. Very good. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Just keep okay, going. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, so you guys Nalan travel Woods. south towards the Nalan Woods, wrapping around the mountain, and you see off in the distance is you pass the city of Navalon. Uh, way off in the distance is you guys are kind of right up against the mountain range, mm-hmm. and you make your way to the woods, and you see a very thick forest ahead of you of uh, what looked to be. At one point, very dark brown barked trees. The outer ones are uh, are very dark, but are showing signs of, of dying, um, the outer ones. And mm-hmm. as you make your way into the woods, uh, you'll have to get off of the cart and leave it Walk in order through. to make your way through the trees. Um, so you guys step off and you begin walking. And the further in you get into the inner parts of the woods, you can see that the bark progressively looks a very pale, sickly color. It's as if the life has been drained out of this bark. Um, this very pale, grayish, sickly color. Mm-hmm. And these large, wispy, willowy leaves are stretching down and just draping against the ground, and they glow a very um, bright, uh, not bright, like almost neon, mm-hmm. dull blue glow as they just slowly wisp back and forth mm-hmm. in as you move through them. Trees. They don't look so good. What happened here? Not no. That's why family leave. I pull out leaves. <laughs> Have to go mountains. Not stay in bad trees. I'm gonna, as we're walking through ritual cast, detect, <clears throat> detect magic. Sure. 
Um, so similar to the uh, dark red magic that you had sensed on the Whispers drug uh, when they were taking it that was kind of descending up to the ceiling when you were in Wolf Pine, mm -hmm. you get a similar but darker red, almost black energy around these trees. And you get hints of necromantic magic along with an overwhelming sense of magic that is beyond your comprehension. Trees sick. Some sort of dark magic here. Sick. Trees. Bad. Not home. I don't like sadly pet one of the trees. Sure. Yeah, the, the bark <clears throat> um, feels as almost that it is sort of lost the like crispiness of, of mm, bark, if that makes sense. Like how the outside bark. of a tree is yeah. uh, kind of, you know, uh -huh. there's visible like lines, almost like scales. Mm -hmm. These are smoother now. Yeah. It looks like the interior, if you were to chip away of the bark. Yes. Very good. Mm -hmm. As if it is just kind of like rotted away. Mm hmm gonna hug the tree. Yeah, you watch as Ukubo <clears throat> walks to the side and pushes his way through these bright blue hanging leaves and just wraps his arms around this tree. And So as we're walking through, I'll, I'll cast uh, Detect Evil and Good. I'm not sure. specifically looking for, like, Undead Fiend. I'm looking more at the ground around me to see if it's desecrated. Sure. Um, so you can see networking through this ground almost like veins are these large pockets of this desecrated evil space oh oh boy as if the roots of the trees are connected under the ground to something soaking up whatever is causing this that has caused them to die uh huh as you guys continue walking through the trees, you hear a familiar voice ring out to your left, and it says, uh, Friends, you've made it. You look and you see Elran standing with Melody and Cookie. They run over and hug them. They open their arms and, and collectively both hug you. Uh, Brina, you're okay. I am, and so are you guys. We've... We've made it here, all right? We've done what we needed to do and remember a great deal of things. That's great. I can't wait to hear it. We have a lot to tell you. Elran just kind of looks at all of you. Uh, if you'll come with me, there's something that you need to see. He turns and weaves through the trees. And you recognize that you are heading in the direction of the circle uh -huh. that you were in. And you... Ha! 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 <laughs> the group of you walk, and you walk about a mile through the trees uh, towards the southeastern side as it kind of wraps away from the mountain. And you come across a small clearing, and in the distance you see a circle of stone lined with torches that look to have been long burned out for the last time. Their fire has not been lit in, in quite some time. And on the outer edge, piercing out of this 
in a triangle formation are three larger stones, and there are lines connected from them into the center, in which there is a ring of empty space. And in that ring is a hole and a small garden with a stick fence. I run to my hole. Mm-hmm. And I jump in it. Ah! And you see Ukubo standing in the hole, tree. arms out, looking like a tree. And you all realize that this is the place that Ukubo told you about from his vision, from his prayer, in which he was a tree. Tree! You're a nice tree, Ukubo. I'll pull out leaves and just start. <laughs> Windy today. <laughs> oh my goodness. And we can see him obviously. Yeah, yeah just moving my arms. <laughs> He's just flapping his arms. The the leaves are just kind of floating around. Hard to be tree. Do you still want to be a tree? Uh huh. Was nice. You mean you're not still a tree? Uh uh-uh. uh. You have leaves. Uh huh. Uh. Tree. <laughs> Still a tree. Need more bark. Woof. <laughs> so it is. <laughs> Good tree. Dogwood. <laughs> Dogwood. <laughs> okay. Oh so you are standing in your hole in the ground as Elran and Melody walk over. Um, perhaps you'd all better sit. We could sit inside the circle if you would like. Um, is it safe? It is safe, yes. Uh, so how long would it have taken us to walk to this place? Uh, probably about 30 minutes. Okay. Yeah. So along the way, though, I, I continue to see the, the network. Yes. Okay. Yeah, you see this this network. And in this clearing, there is none of this under you. Oh, I wouldn't know. It, it only lasts 10 minutes. So oh, sure, sure, sure. Yes. Okay. So as you were walking, um, well, you only walked a mile, so I'll say that you, you were able to make it okay. there. You were walking at a non-slow pace. Yeah, I mean, I did run. (laughs) Yeah, you ran. Mm -hmm. Um, So you see at the, the, this ring, this clearing, is where that darkness stops at the trees on the edge, and it networks out further in, somewhere else in the woods, connecting all of the trees together. Um, uh, Yes, perhaps you'd all better take a seat. I have a great many things to tell you. I've remembered who I am, and at least who some of you are. Me. Yes, of course. <laughs> I'm gonna go sit down beneath the shelter of Ukubo's branches. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you sit under Ukubo's mm-hmm. branch arms. Mm-hmm. It's very shady. Mm-hmm. See, it's kind of windy like, out here. Ukubo like be tree. <laughs> Shade can throw. <laughs> sit down. Pull out my loot and just play like a pleasant. Garden, mountain so. boy, sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good old mountain, mountain garden, mountain garden, mountain garden boy. <laughs> we'll play a song called "That Man Was a Tree." <laughs> Very good. Uh, I'll sit facing Ukubo. Sure. Um, and Elran walks and sits and looks towards all of you. Melody sits next to you, and Cookie just kind of like sits on the outer part of the circle, just kind of watching all of you as he drools. Oh God. What? <laughs> Just what slowly huddling on the ground. <laughs> he's just starting to like. Uh, he's he's watering me. Yeah, he's watering. <laughs> uh, uh. Oh my goodness! 
Um, I, I'm so glad I'm not an NPC. In, in <laughs> right? Full of vitamins and minerals. <laughs> oh, <laughs> do I grow? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was cookie all along. The all-father. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Elran looks to all of you and says, well, this is bound to be a bit overwhelming, and I apologize for all of the information, but... In order for you to understand what has happened, we need to start at the beginning. Um, and by the beginning, I mean the beginning of the world. Um, That's pretty far back. It is. I like, kind of get comfy. Yeah. Pull out some popcorn. <laughs> Where's the remote? <laughs> I needed it. I right. needed it. It would have been so good right now. Just I commute. <laughs> just like for like three hours, not realizing we muted it. I would have turned Ukubo's volume way yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> this is better. It's like white noise. Thousands of years ago, the world that the gods created on the prime material plane was destroyed. And. The gods argued over how to handle the issue. Um, war had broken out between the races that they created, and they destroyed themselves and destroyed what world there was. And they could not agree on what would work and how to make a successful world with them being newer gods, this having been their first world. Um, so the gods pledged that once they developed a world that was self-sustaining, they would no longer interfere in it. They would let it play out and uh, allow the world to exist without their influence in hopes that it would uh, help to allow the world to grow. They needed to design the optimal world, and so they needed to terraform large areas of land in a short amount of time so that way they could test various combinations of races and things that might work. Terraform? Uh, yes, to, um, uh, to, to grow the, the world. Tree? Yes, the gods made the trees. Tree. Yes. Ground? Mm-hmm. And the water and the mountains and the sky. Bird? Birds. Everything in it. Okay. Why? <laughs> <laughs> and the, um, the gods wanted to talk to the elemental races on the elemental planes of existence, and so they created a figurehead to speak with them. And that figurehead was Hector Sunborn. Hector is the architect, the first architect of worlds. Arthas, your father. Oh. Your... Oh. Um... What? Papa? News to me. Um... Hector spoke with the elementals and made a deal with... between them and the gods to breed human-elemental hybrids that would assist in the terraforming of these worlds in a rapid pace in exchange for immortality in the ability to experiment with things in the celestial plane. Um, Hybrids? Uh, yes, they 
made children between humans and the elementals called Ganassi. Gara. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Children. Mm-hmm. Uh? Uh, mm. what? Not exactly, but huh? Uh, it's it's a longer story than uh? that, Ukubo. I'm afraid it's more complicated. Uh? Than uh? That. Uh, ha! 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 <laughs> Tree? I'm sorry? Hybrid. Mm-hmm. Ukubo? Uh, no. I will explain everything. It is a long story. Uh-huh. I'm gonna put leaves in my ears. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> um, and these... Hybrids were raged, were aged rapidly in order to allow for the gods to have them terraform these worlds in order to test things on the prime material plane. Um, they needed to test things that would make the races live and not simply be uh, mindless husks. They needed to physically survive on their own and not destroy each other. So they created the first world, Yestendor, the ground of which you now stand. Their task, this creation of a successful world, was not certainly an easy one. Despite the godly influence, these races did things that the gods did not expect and could not account for. Things that were core to their nature and their beings of who they are. So Hector asked for an assistant, as designing all of these worlds was not an easy or quick task, and he could not keep an eye on all of them once they had been created. Someone that would be able to blend into any area of any world in order to assist the races in becoming comfortable in the world and settle in. That assistant was me. I am what's called a changekin. I can alter my race and he just raises his arms and and you see a gnome standing there now gnome daddy that's right Brina I'm gonna fall over a little bit gnome ran gnome ran (laughs) (laughs) huh that that explains a lot a lot hybrid and he just poofs back to his normal self as you know him. Which as is... A, as a human. Human. Yes. Human daddy. Mm-hmm. Humoran. <laughs> <laughs> Humoran. Um, Immortality. <laughs> yes. That's right. What um, mean? It means I can't die. Though we can farm him for... Got <laughs> 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 <You> him! <laughs> It's canon now. Not in the traditional sense. I I can, of course, lose my celestial power, in which case I can die, but I can be reborn in a sense. I have as long as I need to to complete my work. Um, Few changekin were made by the gods, and we, as you saw, can alter our every detail down to our race color of our eyes, the way we talk, who we are, and we become that race. It's not a disguise, it isn't a trick. We simply change our form. 
And so I worked with Hector. Um, the process continued, the worlds being created, the races put into the worlds and given memories of entire lives that they had not lived, and relatives and family that did not exist in order to fabricate life without needing to let it play out over thousands of years to develop the world. <laughs> yes, Sprina. Does this mean that I can do that? Unfortunately, no. Damn it. <laughs> uh, to, to make life. Fuck. Uh, <clears throat> sort of. Life fucker. <laughs> memory fucker. <laughs> um, yes. Papa is memory fucker. <laughs> Um, <laughs> that sounds accurate. Uh, change can cannot breed. Uh, we can only reproduce when we are in the form of one of the races. So you are, for all intents and purposes, a gnome, and we can become gnomes, as Melody is currently. She just kind of like looks at you and so smiles. she also is the mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> yeah. Um. One by one, those worlds kept destroying themselves. The races would fight amongst themselves, amongst each other, uh, even when they had be given, been given divine instruction and memories that supported peace between the races. They would end up devolving and not doing anything and not advancing because they had no desire to do anything that might upset one of the other races. And so they would stall and people would sit in their homes for days and not leave and starve to death. Um, the worlds either warred or did nothing or slipped their divine in instruction and would fall back to the traits of which they were created and destroy themselves. So the Ganassi continued to work with Hector and Elran, channeling the power of the gods to create new races. We made a deal with the devils of the Nine Hells and created monstrous races called Tieflings. So that way the... Uh, good races would have something to fight and hopefully bond together and we used their their form to create orcs and giants and other things that are not considered friendly um devil uh, yes huh uh, no <laughs> i'm i'm not a devil huh no none, none huh? of none of you are huh no i, I point at the ground <laughs> Uh, no, the ground is not either. I pointed at the sky. The sky is not. Either. I pointed at a tree. I uh, know. No, nothing <laughs> here is. Lip. Nothing here is the devil. Not real. Uh, not real. Oh. Okay. <laughs> 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 Woo! That's a load off my mind. <laughs> they made a deal with not real. Uh, about <laughs> to have an existential crisis. <laughs> um, unfortunately, this experiment also mm. failed. At first, the monstrous races were too strong and they would destroy and wipe out several of the other races uh, the gods would then step in and take back those that had survived and place them in a stasis until their memories were reset and they would be placed in another world um, so then they weakened these monstrous races and the races were too weak and they destroyed them and they led to a power struggle between the good races upon the death of the monstrous ones there was no balance, nothing that worked and kept the world alive long enough to matter. It was not sustainable, no matter what they tried. So after thousands of years of experiments, the gods decided to try each with one world one last time. 
Each of them would have an attempt. They would pick an architect, design a world, and whichever survived would be the one that moved forward with the others that survived in the other worlds. So, Elran, me, uh, jumped from world to world with my partner, Melody, points to Melody, uh, who is also a changekin, to ensure that the worlds were set up as well as they possibly could be, as well as place the cubes that your father created into the world. Cube man. Cube fucker. Cube fucker. <laughs> Papa fuck cube. <laughs> your father made that cube thing that we found. It looks so foreign to me. I will explain why. There is more to you than you know. Arthas fucker. <laughs> you telling me to go fuck myself, Ukubo? <laughs> no. Fucker. I'll shake those leaves. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you make cube now. Oh, the, the... Arthas is cube fucker. Uh, <laughs> fuck that cube. <laughs> Yo, Ukubo messed with it. It wasn't me. Ukubo did fuck cube. You fucked that cube? Uh-huh. And chains. Cube boy. Uh-huh. Blue. That's true. Like Ukubo. You're not wrong. It's just worse. It's it's like, he doesn't understand. Uh, these cubes acted as a, a timer for the world, and those orbs that you found and destroyed were what controlled the weather. Why would you leave that down here? They needed to be in a place that they could be protected and relished as an artifact of importance without them understanding what it was. When we hid them, curiosity got to better of most people and they would find them and smash them and so we needed a way to protect them and act as if they were something to be relished, a, a godly artifact of some kind that people could vaguely understand and protect with my magic surrounding it. That worked out really well. It was a really great plan. You fucking nailed it. I had not expected that interaction. Between my magics, but who made uh, Ukubo? Uh, I I don't know his name, but someone made him. Papa. Well, yes. Papa. Ukubo fucker. Uh huh. How old are you? Ukubo. Yes. Nineteen. And you are a, a true born of this world. Of, of course, you are. Ooh, born. Yes. What mean? You mentioned that you were born in the Nalman Woods. Uh-huh. Then was tree. Yes, that explains a, a great many things, which I will... Uh, Lightning? So... Yes. How old is this world? Um, I'll, I'll get to that in a, oh in a moment. If, uh... <laughs> oh, no. If that's a true-born, then what's a... sun-born? I will get to that also. That Sun-fucker! Simply, simply a name, um... That I didn't know my father had. Could you imagine? Uh, yes. Uh, oh, God, no. <laughs> um, so e each of these lands, the weather would be different. The circumstances in which their existence was would be different. Um, and several of the orbs would control the weather in the oceans around each land, essentially making a 
a sphere in which they could not leave, so that way people could not travel from one world to the next. They were trapped. So with those orbs gone? People could leave now, yes, but none have tried because everyone that has attempted to has either died or to the boat. made their way back after their ships have crashed. We have boat. Yes. We go boat? Uh, uh, no. I'm quite good at it. We can continue this conversation on yes. the boat. Uh, <laughs> oh. oh, I would love to go Carry on the boat. <laughs> um, I only us. crash most of the time now. It's going to be fine. Mm-hmm. It's okay. As long as you don't put her near a dock, she'll be fine. Yes. Boat forever. Forever boat. No docks, no crash. Uh-huh. Um, these large trees that you <laughs> saw around the world, the lightning tree naming one of them was not struck by lightning it produced lightning the weather came from these trees it acted as a beacon channeling the power of these orbs through them to disperse the weather into the area around each of these trees another is the one in Murfeld that has been turned into a hotel of sorts <laughs> what kind of weather is like that a... <laughs> Like what kind of weather is that? Hotel. Uh, uh, Hotel. <laughs> it, it produces the weather in which the the cube decides, as it is a timer. That is why when you removed the cube from its resting place, the weather accelerated rapidly and randomly, as the orbs had no basis for when to fire and when to not. And. Placing it, back job, in, placing it back in the chains re-established the connection and allowed the weather to return to normal, upon which they were smashed. And now there is no weather. So what you're saying is we messed up everything. Uh-uh. uh just Ukubo. Ukubo, smosh orbs. We he, definitely, he, we he, let he, this happen. No, he took no, it. No, no. And then he fixed it, and uh-huh. then he broke it again. Uh-huh. Good job, Ukubo. Uh-huh. That takes commitment. I take uh-huh. part of <laughs> Really wanted to smush orbs. <laughs> Good. Um, so <laughs> one by one these worlds that the gods had created continued to fail plagued by the same problems that all other worlds have been plagued by the last world that I tested was Aldor and um, you mentioned that you found my room the recorded travels of the worlds that I had been to and I think I gave you that, that one you did and uh you mentioned in the picture that I looked sad in the last one, and the reason was that that was the first world that I had gone into, that I had fallen in love with Melody and could not be with her as the two of us were doing a job and had to create a family and blend in. I left a great many people behind, countless family after family, as their memories were reset and placed into a new world. I could forget them. They didn't remember me, but I could not forget Melody after all we had been through over the thousands of years. And after we returned from Aldor, uh, I expressed my feelings to Melody, and she expressed the same, and we were happy. And we discovered that Hector had fallen in love with one of the humans from Aldor, your mother. Bringing her and her young son, your stepbrother, Hollum. 
with her back to the celestial plane. Not related. <laughs> um, totally seemed like it. Wait, wait, step or half? Hold on. Step. Step? Okay. Yeah. Her son was already created on that plane. Oh. You fight like brothers. <laughs> step brothers. <laughs> Join me, brother. Oh, <laughs> each other rock. Join me. <laughs> Touch the eye. <laughs> that reminds me. What the fuck is that? Uh, I, I will explain that. Uh, Where's mine? Is it gone? Yours is hidden, and there's also an explanation for that. What do you mean? It's, it's still there? On my fiery arm? That's what, that's what hidden suggests. Yes, yes it is still there. Um, so, years passed, and Hector worked with the other gods to finalize their worlds and had a son, his first natural born. You, Arthas. You were born in the celestial plane to what amounts to a god and a human. You are half celestial. Would that not <clears throat> have shown up when, <clears throat> I guess, like. Oh. What oh, percentage boy. of him is mountain? <laughs> Uh, human hat? 100% quite a bit, quite a bit. Uh, yes um, natural uh, yes R- real unnatural not real not real oh yes does that mean oh what no I, I will explain that as well. um, everyone's not real so I'm real uh, Cyrus crisis is Sorry. real huh uh, <laughs> can't wait for that Paylor approached Hector and myself. Um, How? Please. Wanting to attempt another attempt in secret a world as his had failed almost immediately. Uh, I wonder why. Um, Sunborn. It's pretty good. Make a fucking world, Sunborn. He's pretty good at sandwiches, at least. Yeah, right? <laughs> yes. He's yes. drunk at like two in the morning. Let's fucking do it. Come on, Hector. Don't be a bitch. <laughs> Make on, a man. world. Make a world. Uh, Hector. Oh, the players are still playing. Okay. Um, Hector originally did not agree. Your father was a, um, a very good man. Is a very was? good man. Come again. Come <laughs> again. Hey, your dad too. Uh, there's more to this, uh, I'm afraid. Um, your father was eventually worn down, uh, wanting to show Hallam and you the ropes behind the creation of a world so that way one day he could hopefully pass his duties on to you. Um, so he could sit in a lazy boy and watch television. And he had to retire. He had been making worlds for thousands of years and it's tiring. It's very oh, tiring. Yeah. That means we're going to be creating worlds together. Oh, oh. Um, so cute. Ooh. They're not What? Get ready for that one shot. Yeah. <laughs> um, I get this half. Dual DM'd one shot. Arthas and Hallam. <laughs> Um, so, in secret, we used the remnants of the first world, Yestendor, to terraform over and create a new world that the gods would not be watching, so that way Paylor could have his wish of another attempt. And 
We did, and your father created the Allsight Group under his leadership and the guidance of Pelor. What? Why are you looking at me? You're not even real. This? <laughs> no, that is, um... And I'm not certain what that is. Bad. He holds it and immediately throws it to the ground. Uh, bad. We need to get rid of that. Oh, you mean you shouldn't be giving it to people in, in the night? <laughs> it's fine. It's totally fine. Ukubo had a nice dream. What do you mean it's totally fine? And he just, uh, like, grabs a cloth and throws it over it and tosses it out of the circle. That is dark magic. How do you mean? I will explain. It's coming up soon. <laughs> I'm saying that a lot. It's like we're getting there. We're getting there. Ah, well. You're gonna, like, write these down? Make sure you don't miss any no, of them. There's like a script. Bullet <laughs> uh, points. Yep. Yeah. Um, so, Hollem and a young Arthas worked with Hector to prepare for the final terraforming of Yestendor in secret, and years you went by of planning, and the world was ready. Um, Terra fucker. Can't I can't remember it. I know. Uh, the three of you went down to the world to make your final preparations and see your designs a reality. And during the final look of the landmass, there was an, an accident. There was an explosion of arcane energy resulting from the quick terraforming on top of the old world and relics that were left behind. In the explosion, Arthas, you watched your brother die. Not real. Ripped apart by the blast. He's right there. Not real. Not real indeed. Does that mean... I'm gonna... No, she... <laughs> you, you are real, but... You are also exploded, Sarah. Um, <laughs> Just a tiny turtle that day crawling all around the ground. <laughs> and an explosion and suddenly <laughs> burst out from the energy. She's the teenage mutant ninja turtle. You are a teenage mutant ninja turtle, Sarah. I really hope you're a turtle. I really hope I'm not. That was, that was not a decision. <laughs> Will it into existence? <laughs> um, you, 100%. You watched as your brother vanished in front of you, ripped apart by this arcane magic. And you and your father quickly returned home and refused to work with Paylor any longer on the project. Um, at the time, unknown to myself and your father, Paylor continued to prepare, inserting some simple memories into those that he could smuggle from the essentially vault of people that were to be sent down to the worlds and place them into the world. People vault? Uh, yes. Huh? Uh, no, not on this world. Huh? Nothing here, no one huh? here. Huh? Not no. real. Huh? Not not real. It's not real. Brina not real? No, Brina's real. Vault not real? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is a pretend conversation. 
Okay, more like story man. <laughs> Hypothetical. <laughs> Hypothetical. Just feed him some leaves. <laughs> um, uh, nice. <laughs> Minty. Hector worked on other projects, uh, never speaking about the Allsight group. Again, not wanting to revisit the pain of his son dying. Uh, you studied with me. Runes and charging of magical crystals as well as other experiments with the Ganassi. Uh, the Ganassi did experiments in which you assisted on dragons from the Draconic Plane, bringing several to the Material Plane and attempting to make humanoid versions with Draconic traits, hence Dragonkin, of which you are, and that is why that you have a the tail of a dragon. Dragonfucker! <laughs> Does that mean... <laughs> I'm sorry. Does that... Is that what that means? <laughs> he didn't create you specifically, but he may have... You're telling me I only exist because of him? Arthas like... fucker. He may have created your parents or one of the Ganassi. I'm not So he's certain. like a grandfather. In a way. I'm only 20. Grandpapa. <laughs> Technically, yes. Mountain Granddad. Technically? What do you mean, technically? Uh, well, um... Don't say I'll explain. I will slap <laughs> the shit out. I will slap that beard off you if you have one. Does he have... I don't think he has a beard. Uh, so, your, uh, partner in these studies, uh, Ilion, became sort of a friendly rival with you, the two of you attempting to best each other at every turn. You were... You're Gary. Fairly well. No, he's Gary. Well, no, he's Gary. You're Ash. In Pokemon. Damn it, Gary's so much cooler. <laughs> Gary, where's the chain? What do you mean? You want to be Gary? <laughs> what, you want to be Ash? Kid woke up late. Stuck with a Pikachu that abuses him. You eat bacon until so you I'm, No, I am Ash, because the whole party yeah. abuses me. You're right. No, I am. Um, and the arm and the... Yep. And, and the lightning. It's a fit. You got Pikachu. Ukuba, Ukuba. Work, work. I've been a Pokemon this whole time. You've been a Pokemon. Oh, no. That's why he gave you the ball. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'll, I'll take that. Uh, uh, Trainer. Time passed, and then the time came the event that would unknowingly set in motion things that would change both your life and my own. The time came for a new architect to be chosen to join the ranks of the gods in the Ganassi to design worlds. You were chosen over Ileon, and he became very jealous and angry that he was not chosen, and you were. Uh, sounds like a Gary. This isn't ringing any bells. <laughs> we're literally about to get to that. That's uh... uh, uh so... <laughs> Um, in the process, <laughs> I gotta go. Mute him, mute him, mute him. Oh, the script ended. <laughs> just steps out of view. Um, yeah, Paylor just walks yeah. in from the woods. Sunboard! <laughs> Catch up! Elrond <laughs> flickers like a projector shutting off. <laughs> no. And Paylor's doing a Paylor, Paylor's oh. recliner spins around and oh. he's just looking at you. Oh, shit, Sunboard. <laughs> Bet you thought you'd seen the last of me. <laughs> done, done with the visions. Um, so in the process of becoming an architect you are given an assistant 
But in order to protect the sanctity of the life that you are stepping into, there can only be one. And so, your soul is split in half, and put into the body of a blank changekin. Their power stripped from them, their ability to change in who they are, vanishing. The architect chooses the life in which the changekin should mirror, and the memories of that soul are implanted in its body. You chose for him to look like your brother. You are Arthas's half. I'm Mountain Boy. <laughs> Technically, yes. You. Mountain Boys. You are the. Mountain Boys! The other half of Arthas's soul. I'm the half that's not a bitch. Aww. <laughs> so when, yeah. when you did this, it was more real than you know. <laughs> Willed it into existence. <laughs> Um, so if we, like, co-DM to one shot, we'd really <laughs> just be one DM. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Wear the same shirt. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> we need a really big shirt. We'll just sew these cloaks together <laughs> and each have one half. One of you, like, ducks down behind the bar and the other one pops yeah. off. Yeah. The house always wins. <laughs> the house always wins. Um... And, uh, so what? I don't understand. Which, one, which one's which? Uh, you are yourself, of course, and he is the half of you. You not you real. Technically, no. Um, oh, he is hollow. A... I get it. I didn't even come up with that name. <laughs> <laughs> it's just your brother's name. <laughs> Damn. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, in the time that all of that passed, Melody and I saw how happy you and Hector were together, and we decided to have a child. Me! That's right. Uh, huh? Uh, no, <laughs> not, not oh. Then they decided to have a tree. Uh-huh. 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 So, it, soon. So, um, just a You were raised until the age of four in the celestial plane. Those are the memories that you have of walking in the park with us as a child. Fun. Um, and the time came for Melody and I to go to work to come here and set up this world. We did not wish to leave Brina alone in the celestial plane, but you also could not come here as it was unsafe. And so we put you into a stasis until we set up the world, waiting to bring you down to this world to live with us. And so we did. The The day finally came in which we could raise our own family together. Um, and before that happened, a year had passed from the time where you were picked as an architect and chose Holland to be your mirror. And Alion came to you. So wait, I chose myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he told you about a discovery that he had 
made <laughs> uh, by killing one of the Ganassi. He charged their life force into the gem, allowing for much more powerful arcane energy to be stored within it. And you saw as this crystal crackled with energy reminiscent in a way that reminded you of how your brother died. And you did not see eye to eye with Alion on killing these Ganassi, taking their lives. And so you threatened to expose what he had been doing. And I ran for help. And he attacked you. And when I returned, Alion was gone. The crystal was shattered on the ground, and you were a mile away, having smashed through the building and flown into the side of the mountain. We brought you back and repaired your body, but we could not repair your mind. It had been fractured by this arcane energy. <laughs> dead! Um, just like... Dead? I'm not dead. So he's like 90% mountain from hitting a mountain. Uh, yes. Um, you were put into a stasis by your father until a time where your memory could be <coughs> rebuilt. I do not know how you are here or how you have the memories that you do have, but you were still in stasis when I left. I am. How long ago was that? When the world began. 24 years ago. That's how long the world's been here? That's how long this particular one has been testing? Yes. Um, so as this world grew and changed, Brina, you were brought out of stasis, and we raised you in a small cabin north outside of Verdural, uh, away from the bustle of the world. Um, we would occasionally change form and take you into the towns to check on everything as was required and we were meant to do and why we were here. And during one of these checks, I discovered what had been happening in these woods. And I went to speak alone with Virian, as he was the head enchanter when I had been in Venwai setting things up. I traveled to Ramshorn and I planned to meet with him and I watched as I found him he killed a man draining his life force into a gem and I realized that Virian was Alion that had escaped and traveled here where no one would look for him in a secret world that technically doesn't exist to the knowledge of the gods and I knew that I could not stop him alone. And I did not wish for Melody and Brina to be used against me or have their lives put in danger. So I, I wiped your memories and stored them in the halves of the necklace that sit around your neck and Melody's. And I warded them against other magics to protect the necklaces. And I built you separate lives in a small forest in the Laughing Wood. 
and the small town outside of it. I altered the memories of your parents in order to include you into their past and the memories within the town. And I put Melody in the woods around so that way she could keep an eye on everything. I found an old gnome that had no family and wasn't doing much and I altered his memory to ensure that when the time came he would protect you and Melody or warn you of danger and he just kind of gestures to Cookie. Is he still drooling? Yeah, he's like asleep. He's passed out. Um, Guard? Uh, yes, to protect Melody. Huh? Yes, you did a wonderful job as well, Ukubo. Um, Cookie. So I imbued Cookie with cooking skills so that way he would be able to get a job in the nearby town of Norbury, keeping a watchful eye on those in power within the city. And I went to Terransby to attempt to heal others and grow my power doing various experiments with herbs and otherworldly magics in order to one day stop Virian. Drugs. Uh, yes, the drugs that you found. Your drugs. Yes. My drugs. Your drugs now. Yes. <laughs> um, Very good. Give me the deed. <laughs> <laughs> the drug deed. <laughs> and all was alright for a time until the plague swept through Terrensby and I realized that I could not stop him he had grown too powerful. I had failed. He caused that plague? Yes, that was one of his experiments, I assume, to attempt to kill a large amount of people at one time in order to charge the gems oh, with magics. Philosopher's stuff. Um, I had failed my wife, I had failed my daughter, and I could not even save this small town of people and I planned to exile myself to Aaron Rock and be alone they were safer in their lives without me than they would be if I was around if my identity was ever discovered but I decided to give myself an out a chance that if all things went according to how they should I would be able to hopefully stop him. I contained my consciousness and memories into a small piece of wood. And I points to the totem. Ah! Uh, yes. And I altered my replacement life to be a teacher, gathering those that wish to learn about the arcane magics and healing so that one day I may hopefully call on them for aid against this fight with Virian. If... Uh, yes, Kiro, you were one of those... Turtles? Students. That fate led you to me. Boat. Yes, the boat crashing. It is uh, a wonderful coincidence that you were terrible at sailing. Coincidence? <laughs> Uh, yes. He course. crashed boat. I did crash your boat. You crashed my boat. I crashed your boat. What about the other times? <laughs> I didn't crash your boat the other times. Yeah, just that was the first just one. You. The storm that wiped you out. 
Um, that was my doing. Boat crusher. Unknowingly, but wards that I had set up in place to gather people that came too close to the rock. So that way I might teach them. And he points down to this circle of stones on the ground. Uh, these stones are a teleportation circle that lead to air and rock. So that way when my ritual of containing my memories within the totem had completed, I would fall and be transported to the rock and be away from this place so that way I would not accidentally find the totem again. And life went on and I trained a great many students and a small furbog unknowingly picked up this totem Uh-huh. And that, you, Ukuba, huh? you picked up the totem. Huh? He just points to your totem. Huh? Yes. Huh? Ah, Ukuba. <laughs> yes. Hello. Hello, Ukuba. That's you. <laughs> That's right. Voice in head. Yes. And knowing that you were born here... The ward that I placed on the totem to protect itself from Virian's dark magic should have killed you. His dark magic is imbued in you from the unhallowed ground that you were born on. But because you have a connection to Sylvanas, and he points to your tattoo, Sylvanas unknowingly protected you and you recovered in the form of a tree. Tree father. That's right. Save Ukubo. He protected you unknowingly from my defense. Unknowingly? I don't believe that he knows that he made you a tree. I oh. imagine it was... Accident? S- simply the connection to his magics that you possess. Oh. Mouth power. That's right. Does Sylvanas know about this world? Uh, he does. Well, no, he, he doesn't know specifically about um, this world. As far as I know, the gods do not know. I imagine they would have done something unless Paylor has held them off in some fashion. Ukubo saw Tree Father said hello. He is able to see individual people, but I am not certain if he knows the location of where you are or where all of you stand so you made a ward and when it tried to kill Ukubo it backfired and it left tattoos on his body the tattoos came from part of the totem so that way uh, the memories would be warded from protection it is why the totem returned to you when you buried it. Those tattoos were arcane wards, and he pulls his cloak aside to show the tattoos that yeah, are now on himself. Uh huh. So that way, you would keep track of it and <laughs> so many things in the way, and maintain it until it hopefully found its way to me once again. And it uh-huh. did, and here we are now. Tree. Yes. Uh-huh. 
That is your physical form. I thought you said this was Changeling. No, he is the Changeling. Oh, okay. He is the half of your soul that was split and placed into a Changekin. And oh, Changekin. Yes, yeah. It's not a Changeling, because Changeling is, is only a like visual change. Okay. This is, this a, is a physical like race change. Like, when Elrond changes into a gnome, he is a gnome. He has racial traits. Oh, yes. okay. He has so stat changes. Yes. Yeah, he okay. becomes that race. And that's why when they cannot breed, they if they have offspring, it is the race that they physically are. And okay. it is why you are physically a gnome. That's me. I can't get over the fact that I... Turtle has a lot of information. I apologize, but so... had I started somewhere in the middle, this would not have made sense uh what's uh what's what's wrong with Pelor? uh he's he's way different than i remember what do you mean i don't really know how to explain it <laughs> okay um is there any way for you to see through my eyes unfortunately no um is, is he not godly is there something wrong what, during I, your your prayers i don't know all right, well, um, I hope we can return and you can ask him yourself. Gave sandwich. Yeah, he gave me a sandwich. That and a piece of paper. should not be possible. Paper? <laughs> yeah. Sandwich? Not real? He did that to his arm should as should not well. be able to pass things. I always seem to catch him and uh, surprise him. That is... Strange, I'm not certain as to what he's. A, they don't sleep, he's not a person, he is a god. He shouldn't be relaxing. He was a hard He was work. definitely relaxing. Because, <laughs> very strange. Are you sure that you spoke with Paylor? No. Are you, sh- are you sure that you spoke with Paylor? I am not sure that I spoke with Paylor. That is, um, concerning. To be sure, but um, we will have to ask him when we hopefully return, assuming we succeed. Succeed at what? Destroying, Destroying. Virion. And then what? Kiss him. Kiss him, no good. So, Kiss him. W- where's where's my father? He is likely in the celestial plane. Does he know about this place? He knows about it. He was you and he and Hallam designed. Setendor, but right. So where is he? He's back where you live, either in the mountains above or in the plane where it sits. The mountain is a connection to the celestial plane. Oh, so if he is there, he is likely watching over, unable to interfere. But I have not seen him since I came down, and I cannot return without being summoned, and I have not been. So what caused the river to appear? Is that Virian's doing? I imagine that was Virian flexing his power, and I imagine that this chamber of all sight, as he calls it, that you mentioned, <coughs> is his way of taunting Paylor and your father. using their name against them. Hmm. The eye that you have on you appeared because you were near the beacon 
that distributes the weather and, as such, a connection to the celestial plane. This is why it disappeared when you moved away from it. You also possess one, but yours has been tattooed over. So the difference between it appearing or not appearing does not have a distinction for you, as you have essentially a cover of it. So mine's better than his. Uh, I believe the word's not real. He's definitely the bitch half. (laughs) (laughs) Why, green eye? What were you like before the... That's a good damn question. (laughs) You were as you are now. Your personality has not changed. Your want to do good and and see justice in the world has not changed. It is simply your memories that are missing and fractured. You mentioned these visions that you had that were altered in some way and you saw yourself fighting someone I imagine that is a mixture of reality and whatever memories were crafted for you to overwrite before you were sent down here. The figure that you fought, I would imagine, was Aleon. Try again. Why green eye? Um, Uh, what mean? It is the symbol that they chose to represent the... Uh, combining of the elemental powers that would oversee in secret the world. Elemental powers. Yes, a combination of colors. Huh? Uh, Ukubo is weather. Uh Uh-huh. You do have the ability to control some of the weather. Uh Uh-huh. Yes. So, half soul, half soul. That's right. Huh? Once the soul together. Once Uh the soul is split, it cannot be returned into one body. Why not? Give it back. Not even (laughs) if we did some sort of dance, (laughs) (laughs) like a fusion dance. Start playing Mountain Boy. Right. Performance. Right? Try, though I don't imagine it will have any effect, but you could Mm. certainly try. Imagine if you add your stat blocks together. (laughs) (laughs) Performance? That'd be pretty fucking (laughs) strength of like 46. 18. To (laughs) 9. I don't I don't dance on that bitch. Yeah, you do it and where your fingers touch there's a spark of blue energy, but nothing else. Well, that didn't happen when I punched you. <laughs> the fuse and become mountain man. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Luna. <laughs> um So that is what I know you are a good person. The things that you have done that I am aware of is true to your nature. You just do not remember them. Perhaps you will when we return, but I am unsure as to what happened to you that led you to be placed on Setendor. I would doubt your father would put you in any sort of danger. I cannot imagine it would have been his choice to place you here. So he wouldn't notice that I'm missing? 
someone imagine, kidnap Arthas? I imagine that he did, but... Mountain nap. Boy nap. Yeah. <laughs> but I have... You were still in stasis when I left to come down here. So as to the reason why you are here, I do not know. If you were taken by someone, I imagine your father is upset. But I cannot speak for... Just a little? ...his whereabouts. Todd, well, you, Todd you have to look at chat. <laughs> <laughs> the Dirt Coalition. The Dirt Coalition. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> I imagine he is furious with the rage of all the gods, but I am not certain what he would do. <laughs> um, are there any questions of so what the fuck is that, Jim? Yeah, what's up with that? That thing talked to me. I'm gonna get the hammer out. <laughs> was that created by Virian? I believe so. Um, uh, don't don't do that. We're not paying attention. I also do <laughs> not understand, Hollem, how you are here. I don't know why Hector would have sent you down. If Arthas was taken, perhaps it was to find him, but. I do not know fate has brought you together, but I am not sure as to why. I imagine that Virian must have detected your presence and attempted to take advantage of it, giving you that gem in order to speak with you and again taunt Hector with essentially the visage of his son doing the deeds of an evil man. You think we can destroy the gym? Can we throw it into the ocean? I would not wish to send it somewhere. I am not sure of what the results would be. Did he throw it over in the direction that I was as a tree? Uh, it's like on it's the edge. The yeah, it's out of the he circle threw it currently. Out of the circle. Okay. But perhaps if we leave it here, it would be protected. Ukubo. And unable to do over anything. There? Uh-huh. Uh, go pick up the gem. Sure. Gave Ukubo good dream. I'm not sure that that was the gem or something else. I don't know. He did only have the dream when he had the gem on him. Uh-huh. Literally same night. Hmm. Also, I just am imagining Ukubo with leaves shimmying out of the circle. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly how I imagine it. Yeah. <laughs> If you wish to place that in the hole, perhaps it will be protected and kept away. Uh, no. Please do not eat it, Ukubo. Huh? No. It would surely kill you. Place the gem in Ukubo's hole. <laughs> <laughs> I've awakened my final form. The gem was a suppository. <laughs> Mudman. I'm the Mudman, dog! <laughs> Ukubo <laughs> make great mud. <laughs> if you want to place it here in there, I don't. I don't understand how this could. Thank possibly you for the follow. Uh, uh, yes. Uh, no. Don't uh, eat it, please. You made uh, him make mud. Uh, I'll put in the hole. Okay. I'll put my leaves over it. Okay. Push some dirt over it. Okay. You bury it inside of this circle. I'm gonna 
I don't know the word hello, and I can't write it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to write of. Okay. You write of next to in the dirt. Of. Ukubo knows where he is now. Yes. Is there anything else that you wish to ask me or, or no? I have told you all that I know, but if there is something that is unclear or you do not understand. I'm bothered by the fact that I owe my existence to Arthas. As I stated, it is not exactly that simple, but it could have been Elyon. Technically, you owe your existence to both of us. <laughs> That's far worse. Two papas. We're mutually the grandfather. <laughs> Are you okay? I just gave you one of my bottles of fancy wine. <laughs> Do we have wine glasses? <laughs> you don't need one. Hey, That's you got a cloth slice it over you are gonna pop the cork. <laughs> Just do the, I like, beautiful like... chef claw. <laughs> I take that one from you since you opened it and give you another one for you to open You're clearly getting this. Hukubo, have a question? Uh, yes. Why? <laughs> Why what? That's a great question. It's a very great Any. question. Mm. What mean? Um, Why make place? It is the nature of the gods to create and they did not wish to see their creations fail so many times fail just cause fight not mean fail it is when everyone is dead I have a question <laughs> that has been on my mind for some time why didn't the totem say my name because before my consciousness was put in the totem, I did not know who you were. The totem was simply a record of my memories, and the names that it stated were people that I knew. So you are real. It's I'm... just he didn't know you. People that he knew that were still alive. Yeah, I'm yeah. assuming that's why it didn't say Hollem, because he thought Hollem was dead. Yeah, okay. Not real. Dead. Uh, Definitely real. Friends. I mean, it technically <laughs> did say my we name. We made it! Yeah! <laughs> In every campaign. It technically said my name. Uh-huh. Uh, so you, you said you can't get back to the celestial plane? Can't, can't, I just... Just walk beep, up the mountain. Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> hey, Paylor. <laughs> Paylor, we need an Uber. Sunborn. <laughs> He's in the bath this time. <laughs> Sunborn, I'll be right there. I'm almost done in the tub. Can, can I, shaving his legs. Someone, <laughs> like, real chubby flies out. <laughs> if we created this world, can't we just travel between planes? Unfortunately, it is not that simple. Um, there is a gateway at the base of the far mountains by Verdurel. And perhaps we will be able to travel after we end Virion. But let's end him. Is there something stopping us from traveling before then? <laughs> I cannot open the gateway. Uh, and Virion is too much of a threat to wait any longer. What do you think he'll do? I don't know, but with the 
pace in which he has been utilizing his power, I would imagine we do not have much time left. Do you know where he is? I imagine he is still in Ramshorn. Shiny hole! Ukubo, get another hole? Ukubo, take Virian's hole. <laughs> oh. Ukubo is the hole lord. <laughs> oh my god! You're the half lords, I'm the hole lord. <laughs> That's true. Uh-huh. Fact. <laughs> oh lord. But before we travel, I have something that you need to see. And he raises his arms behind him, and you watch as... What? His just, pants just... Yes. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> you need to see this. Time oh. to hide the evidence. <laughs> <laughs> just imagining the, the theme from Halo playing. No. So you watch as he raises his arms, and a swirling circle of energy appears behind him and several uh, not children but similar to your age people step out and you see Trista and Varen step out and you assume that these are all of Elrand's students Have that I are met here most to of them? help um, some of them you recognize some of them you do not but there's a large grouping of them I run over and uh, Varen and Trista walk up to you and just hug you. You're okay. For now, yeah. Where the fuck was he keeping them? <laughs> it's At the rock. They're w- walking through like a portal. Okay, so, so it's the teleportation circle that's being activated? No, there is just like an arcane okay. portal behind him that they are walking through. Okay. <laughs> I thought he had like a bag, dog. No, no, no. Just, <laughs> here you go. <laughs> yeah. Like, like the fucking, like, Merlin fucking sword in the stone. You just dump it fucking trade wizard children out, Don. They no, need sandwiches. Yeah. Like, oh my uh, god. He's, he's straight Doctor Strange in us, right? That's correct. Yeah, he's Doctor Strange. That's, he's that's Doctor much Strange. more yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, I, that was, I yeah. understood what he meant. Yeah. He's, he's Doctor <laughs> Strange. His <laughs> pants descend and out come these wizard children. <laughs> Um, and, and they all step out and, and you know, they, they hug you and I'm, I'm glad that you are okay. I'm glad to see you're all fine too. We are and we're prepared to help. Blow up city? No. Not exactly, but... Blow up bad man. That's right. I'm... You can do that. <laughs> yeah, like 30 kids. <laughs> Where is he? In Ramshorn. We will travel there shortly and wouldn't find have, him. Wouldn't it have been easier to bring all the children to Ramshorn once we were there? I can take us there. I didn't say we would walk. So there's like another one of these circles? In a sense. Oh no, I used to is it, spell. Is it a Innocence? <laughs> in, in a sense. Is it a square? Innocence. <laughs> so as you are anyway. talking and... These children are standing behind him. You see another circle start spinning behind him and outstep the figures of Juice, Abram, and his children. And the children immediately start cheering and swarm over to Ukubo and hug you. Mm-hmm. What are they doing here? Lift up all these children that are evidently are our there... army against Why this are there evil children wizard. Here? 
they will be returning home, but your friends wished to see you before you leave. And Juice walks over, and he just holds his cup out. Come on! I know you want to. One last time, Arthas. You're gonna die. <laughs> yeah, and sh- the cup cleans itself, and he just clips it back onto his belt. Starting fresh. Mm-hmm. Starting fresh. Fresh and juice. <laughs> Abram freshly squeezed. Here. Walks from behind him and holds out a tray that has five uh, red potions on them, and you can see that floating in it is a small piece of pineapple in each one. <gasps> I made them taste good. That sounds good. Yeah. And Abram just, uh, you might need these for what you're about to do. Uh, they are superior healing potions. Nice. You each have one. Mm-hmm. They are pineapple-flavored superior healing potions. I don't think it says that in D&D It Beyond. doesn't. But well, if you customize it. is it? The it's in D&D Beyond. It is? Yeah. Okay. I think it's 8D4. Shit. If I remember correctly. 8D4 plus 8. Yeah. Mr. Abram. Hello, Kubo. <coughs> Children. Yes, they're very happy to see you. Uh-huh. Bless you. Bless you. Thank you. Happy? I am happy. Very okay. happy. He just walks up and just wraps his arm around you. I'm going to pat him on his little Abram head. <laughs> You've done well, Ukubo. All of you have. I owe the safety of my people and my life to all of you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I take my green cloak of chlorophyll. <laughs> that mattered. Put it on him. Sure. It does matter. He fucking, it does now, yeah. He fucking heals. I don't want that fucker to die. Thank you, Ukubo. I will wear it proudly. Uh-huh. Eats the sun. That's wonderful. Make he looks mildly concerned. Makes healing somehow. <laughs> you become drugs? Plant. Yes. Wonderful. Drug cape. Wonderful. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Funny. Ha-ha. Yeah, just joke. Ha-ha. See? Funny. You'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it's totally fine. <laughs> totally fine. I'm not a cop. across the border. <laughs> I'm not a cop. <laughs> We're trying to get into Ramshorn. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> we have all these kids, so we look innocuous. <laughs> totally cool and juice uh looks to you and he just tosses the cup to you the cup no no no! i don't want this give it to me when you get back he loves you (laughs) (laughs) okay kiss him he's married yeah he just walks over smooch him him he has a husband yeah kiss him and the husband don't lose it pats you on the back and steps back does he give you a pat on the ass? No. Give, give the uh, give the old drunk dwarf a uh, hello for me. You see him stick his head through. I can hear you. Oh, sorry. Uh, give him the hello. What are you doing? Can't, can't almost like her. And he just rolls a bottle across the ground to you, and you Is can it, see it's filled with a yellow yeah, liquid. Oh yeah, yep. Just gonna yep. crush it. Oh, it's God. urine. No. You son of a Burning him. <laughs> It's a citrus drink. Oh, I will light that tavern up. <laughs> it needs to be urine. Uh, I crush it. It's urine. <laughs> no perception. Just immediately. Yeah. Yeah. I trust them. I do. Uh, and the kids <laughs> hug you and, and run back through the portal as Juice and Abram step backwards and mm-hmm. wave and 
nod and step back through. And after that, the figure of Lor and Lom step through the portal, and you can see that Lor uh, is just holding a wriggling fish in his hand, making him shake vigorously. Hello! Oh no, is he unfixed? No, I'm fine. Oh, good. I caught it! How? With a fishing rod. My hands. <laughs> Where go on? fishing? <laughs> is he wearing clothes? Yeah, he has clothes on. Okay. In Terranceby, in the lake. The lake in Terranceby? Yeah. That's where he was fishing when you found him, outside of uh, okay. Aelwyn's house. Okay. Yeah, there's oh, like a... Kind of it's canon. Near the horse. <laughs> near where we got the horses. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, and, and An existential crisis. Like, did something else happen? <laughs> no. Uh, Not and, real. And, uh, and Lom just nods at all of you, and Laura pulls out a bag, and he pulls out these fins from a fish that have been kind of like fixed together with a band. Here, I made one for each of you. Thank you. You're welcome. What the fuck? <laughs> he runs back through. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you have the fins of the river swimmer, which means you can move your normal speed while in, in water instead oh. of half if you could have. I have the, the cloak of the manta ray. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which... And Lom nods at you again and Thank you. And he steps back through. Goodbye. And through the portal once more, you see the figures of Nikathus and Tinker. Along with the rest of the troop. Fuck those guys. Nikathus, Ma- the kite salesman. Yep. And then my troop. Correct. Mm-hmm. He made the gizmos, I thought. Yeah, they both make gizmo things. Yeah. Carry on. Hello. <laughs> I'm sorry. I we we've we've been through this. It's. I know. <laughs> I don't fucking like you. It's, it's everything's forgiven. He pulls out a uh, silver ring with a blue, like icy colored gem. And hands it to you, and Mikathus walks around and passes it out to everyone else. This one's mine. Blue. Yours is also blue. Just gonna try to grab everyone. Get get out of here. Blue. No. Not everything that's blue belongs to Ukubo. Oh. Mikathus looks to all of you. Thank you for everything. Uh huh. Who are you? I don't know who you are. <laughs> Did you wake me up? I'm going to look him dead in the eye. <laughs> okay. Well, it's been great to see all of you. And he pulls his like, sleeping cap on and puts it back on. Don't wake me up. Say hello to Febri Bell and Tinker Bell. I will. All the other bells in Terrence <laughs> He just puts his little cap on and walks back through. And Good night forever. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh... Tinker walks back through and your troop looks over to you. We're very sorry for the way that we treated you, Kiriel. You did not deserve that. What you're doing is much bigger than a show. And we apologize. Who the fuck are they? (laughs) (laughs) I was in a troop. Them. That was the troop. Hi. 
I'm not in the troop anymore. I'm going to push him into the portal. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you watch Zugaba just, like, walks them backwards through the portal. No. Mean. <laughs> and, I'll wave um, to them. <laughs> getting pushed away. And you hear a very loud yelling coming through the portal. Oh, I already know. Get, and get and no I try to charges through. <laughs> I'm going to meet him. Ook, friend! <laughs> and he wraps his arms around you and just picks oh. you up <laughs> into the air and sets oh. you down. Ook have present for sh- shoe friends. Uh-huh. Really? Yes. What do you have? And he pulls out like a bunch of string and hands it to all of you. Laces of Oog friend. Uh, for D&D Beyond, it is the item Boots of Elvenkind. Mm-hmm. Uh, so while you wear these boots, your steps make no sound regardless of the surface you are moving across and you have an advantage on stealth checks that rely on moving silently. So he hands you what I'm calling the Laces of Oog friend. Mm-hmm. So are they laces or are they boots? It's laces to like put, wrap on your boots. Okay. Because you already have shoes, so I didn't want to give you additional like, shoes. But when you were in high school and you changed the laces on your vans. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oog friends like Oog gift. Thank you. Oog. Yes, I love it. Yes. That. Thank you. I'm going to start lacing up my sweet kicks. Yeah, they look really good. You can see that like as you lace them, they shrink perfectly to like fit. Uh, kind of like the um, Back to the Future shoes that like lace themselves. <laughs> yes, they just self tie and fit your foot perfectly. They're nice. Thank you, Oog make. Good job. Mm-hmm. High five. He just bah! <laughs> with you his like very large hand. <laughs> and he looks down and he picks up one of the rocks from the circle. <coughs> Hello. <laughs> Puts it back down. No Oog friend under rock. Mm-mm. And he runs over and hugs you. He walks around and hugs mm-hmm. everybody in the circle. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Goodbye, Oog friend. I give him the totem. Okay, he just Oog friend. Oh, face. Oh no! Roll a performance check. <laughs> Seven. <laughs> I clap for. Uh huh. Face. Oog friend. Oog friend. Uh-huh. And he pulls out the doll from his jacket. Oog friend, have oog friend. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And he just like starts smacking. <laughs> no kiss. <laughs> no kiss. <laughs> Thank you. Uh-huh. Gift. Friends. Friends. Oog friends. Uh-huh. Haha, goodbye. I'm pat him on the back. <laughs> he runs away. He runs away. I've procreated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is and my seed. <laughs> Now, oh my God, because those are laces, I can put them on my other boots. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, that was the intention. So that way, you don't have to take anything Dope. else off. Yeah, that's why I did it that way instead of shoes. I just did laces because that was an easy one. Sick <clears throat> kicks. Mm-hmm. So you hear dragon meat, dragon meat, and revive. Trying to sell to us. Steps through the portal and holds up five portions of like a packaged uh, meat and. Hands him out to each of you. Holy shit, a dragon! I'm kidding. I, I've been briefed on what the fuck's going on. We've met before, too. I know. I apologize for locking you out of my shop. I thought you were here to kill me. <laughs> we are. She's very <laughs> <No>! dangerous. <laughs> uh, so you have each one portion of dragon meat mm-hmm. that gives 15 temporary hit points when consumed. I'm going to take mine. Mm-hmm. Very good. And I'm going to give it to someone else. <laughs> uh, uh, yoink. 
The Arthas just you like know takes you it. Love it's me. just you're on the back line. I'm sorry. I'm gonna get <laughs> <laughs> you're not gonna get hit. Give it to my skeleton. No, these skeletons can't eat. We've established this. Yeah. Yes, they can. Just, it just falls through them. <laughs> Dragon meat, and he steps. He just high fives. I'm just gonna wink. Yeah, he just like jumps up, two hand high fives you, like dunking a basketball, and just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> heads, heads back through the portal. That's my best friend. <laughs> and uh, you see Alicax, the soap dragon, the step soap out. Dragon. And he pulls out a small bag and walks over to Curiel uh, and pulls out a little carved Curiel soap figure Aww. and hands it to you. And <laughs> yeah, he hand, I run away. Yeah, I figured. Um, he hands Ukubos <laughs> to you. He hands one that looks like Arthas to you. He hands one that looks like you to you, and also a skeleton one. Yay! And then he hold, he pulls out one of Hollem and hands it to Hollem. Soap. Soap. Thank you. Tell Ukubo sorry. He looks, uh, scared. I think he's nervous about soap now. Yeah, I'm gone. <laughs> yeah, he's nervous about mud now. <laughs> okay, well, uh... You didn't happen to, like, make one out of Chocolate instead. Uh, well, his is not soap. What is it? Uh, it's stone. Soapstone? No, just stone. So, it's a stone. Is it like a pumice stone for me to like exfoliate? <laughs> yeah. Get my nice blue mm-hmm. skin soft and smooth. Okay, well, um, goodbye. Good Good luck. Scrape off the 19 years of not bathing. <laughs> Shake his giant oh dragon hand. Mm. <clears throat> he steps back through. And if you guys would like to retrieve Ukubo. <laughs> I'll go get him. I'm deep in the trees. Ukubo! Ah! Ukubo! Soap monster. He's gone! Oh. I'll turn around and run back. Okay. Yeah, you turn around, you run back and join your friends. Uh, just in time for the next person to walk through, and you just see a wooden door float through, and you see the face of Woody. Yes! No. Hi, Woody. Yes! Hello! Oh. (laughs) Having nice time guarding hole? Yes! Good. You have any children yet, Woody? No! Tiny Woodies? Oh. No! He's so cute! Like like tiny doors? (laughs) Like for a little mouse family? Yes! (laughs) They're like a cabinet door instead. Yeah, for the squirrels. Yeah, for the squirrels. If he had a teenager, it'd be the size for Pomba. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Door babies. <laughs> yes. Y- yes. Good luck. Thanks. Floats <laughs> back through the portal. Thanks, Woody. How, what, how is he floating? What the fuck was that? That's Ukubo's door. <laughs> Woody. What? His name's Woody. You guys are fucking weird. Uh-huh. <laughs> and um, you followed us. <laughs> and you hear a like. And. Pumba, baby Pumba, and Mrs. Pumba <gasps> ride in, mm-hmm. pulling a cart full of squirrels. Mm-hmm. I hug baby Pumba. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he just. <laughs> I just immediately start like rolling around, wrestling Pumba. <laughs> yeah, he's just, ah! like, he's just like he detaches himself from the cart and is just like climbing on Very you and, and tackling you. Mm-hmm. And the squirrels uh, each carry a large like bundled package over to each of you and just kind of squeak at you and set it in front of you as Do they just like. Drugs? You can open it's the like a straight brick of drugs package. right now. <laughs> oh, 
Each what? of you gets a kilo. Okay. I don't think I can take this home. <laughs> how much? How much coke am I adding to my inventory? <laughs> um, so as you open this like cloth that is containing this, you see that there is a cape made out of the leaves. Mm-hmm. Your drugs. Mm-hmm. It's a drug cape. <laughs> it's a drug. Oh, oh, unlike the last one. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, so you have the cape of the nature master, which grants one use of single target self feather falling per long rest. Mm-hmm. Is this an actual? Now I have two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so many capes. <laughs> uh, there might be an item for it, but you have feather falling once. One feather fall. Yeah. Got it. And Poomba just like happily snorts and climbs around on mm-hmm. you. Yep, I let him like run around, and I just you know pat Mrs. Poomba gently on the head. Very nice family, Mister Poomba. He snorts happily and mm-hmm. wanders around, and Baby Poomba runs back over to them, and mm-hmm. the squirrels look, hop back they on. They look well fed. Oh, yeah, very All well. Right, very well. They I, I want to make sure they're having a good life. Yeah, they're having a good time. Okay. They hop back in the cart, and the squirrels kind of, like, they do an about face and run well, back to the Before they go, I'm going to give Pomba a, a, a key leaf. Okay. <laughs> Your house now, buddy. And he takes it. Very good. <laughs> runs back through the portal. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, shit, so... now I got a knock. <laughs> I'm going to wait till Sarah gets back. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Uh, I do have a question for you. Yes. Because you didn't tell us. The uh, the ring that Mythicus, Mythicus gave us? Oh, yeah, sorry. Um, thank you very much for the follow. Uh, so that is called Ring of Ice Strider. Uh, as a bonus action, you can turn one five-foot space that contains water within ten feet of you to ice. Anyone within the space <clears throat> must make a dex saving throw, DC 14, or be slowed with their movement speed being halved for one round. So you can make little ice steps, basically. As a bonus action. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Ice feet. Ice feet. <laughs> so, ice feet, feather fall. The stealth, stealth feet. Yeah, that one I actually had in D&D Beyond. Yeah, so that one yeah. I'm good with. These yep. are the only two that, like, don't have additional snack cha- Is that just string Asparagus. Very good. Um, I apologize. I got incredibly hungry. And mm-hmm. So as the as Poomba and the squirrels go back through, uh, you hear a familiar voice, and you see the figure of the rock salesman from Norbury, and he says, "You hurt rock. You pay silver." And he throws a rock at each of you, and then runs back through the portal. Oh yeah, we got a rock though. Do we have to make huh. a dex check? Uh, no, it just like it hits you in the chest and just like falls to the ground. I'm gonna pick it up. You pay two silver, you touch rock! And he sticks his face back through. Um, so you have the Stone of Good Luck, which is an, should be an item in D&D Beyond. Uh, you have a plus one to saving throws and ability checks. Is that everyone's? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, everybody's got the same stone. And what does it do? Uh, he was plus one to saving throws and ability checks. Should have bought, should have bought the stone. Mm-hmm. And next... I'm going to throw... A gold through the portal. Okay. You see his hand just reach out and grab it and pull back through. Stone! <laughs> um, so next through the portal, you see a figure just kind of like wander through and look around terrified. Uh, Mom? Oh. Dead? Oh. Am I dead? Where, where am I? Dead? 
and he turns and runs back through. <laughs> How did he even get near the portal? Where are these portals opening? He's just pulling people. <laughs> um, and then, Kirill, you see a familiar face. All of you recognize it. You see your father step through the portal with his bookish glasses down on his nose. Who? Uh, Kirill's father. Dragon, Dragon Dad. Yeah, he, he wraps his arms around you. Well, it appears you've done well. <laughs> I guess you can say that. Yes. Uh, we're proud of you, Kiriel. Very proud. I have a I have a gift for all of you, and he pulls out uh, a dragon scale that is like pierced through with with a small bit of rope. Uh, and he hands each of you one. Uh, these should help you to see better. Uh, they're enchanted. I bought them in the market. I had them enchanted for you. Um, I hope that that uh, helps. So you have the Amulet of Scaled Sight. Uh, you have dark vision out to 120 feet instead of 60, and you have blind sense for 15 feet. Mm-hmm. Is this a real thing? Too? Scaled sight? No, definitely not. Okay. Yeah, scaled sight. And was that? Um... 120 feet of dark vision. Mm-hmm. And 15 feet of blind sense. I'm going to show him the dragon scale. That is gigantic. I Where met, did you get that? I met a dragon. Of course you did. Don't look at me like I'm crazy. What the real? I told you I grew up with them. Yes, of course. It was a copper dragon. Mm-hmm. That's that's. It's wonderful. a giant. You can't deny it's... what you're looking at right now. Well, we did see the book. Dragons are definitely real. So obviously they are. Uh, they must be real. <laughs> He's just in, he just totally doesn't believe us. Well, I mean, he like half. He like half believes you. He trusts Curio, but also like. <laughs> dragon? Nah. <laughs> um. Good luck, Curio. I hope that everything goes well for you, and we will see you when you return. We'll be waiting. In Norbury? Yes. I don't like that town. I mean, we can move. Yes. Verderal, it's a nice place. It's not, it's, that's where the dragon is. Oh, yeah, we'll, we'll, be there. we'll go there then. Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> okay. I think that's a better place. Oh, no. Pack everything up and, and move the shop there instead. It's, Norbury's a sketchy oh, city. Somebody might need help running some of his shops. You could help a man named Grimdar. Uh, keep an eye out for him. I don't you just hear echoing in the sky, big, big. <laughs> <laughs> I think they will. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, good, good luck to all of you. How has the reading been going, Lukubo? Reading? Mm-hmm. He's learned more words. Ship? Lukubo, tell me the other one. Fucker. <laughs> and he just kind of like adjusts his glasses. And <laughs> oh my. <laughs> and just looks over to Curiel. Right. Very, very, very nice. I didn't teach that one. Teacher. Teach you of all words. Nope, she taught me. him every single word that he knows. Really? And <laughs> what means. Dragon fucker. <laughs> and what does that mean? Make dragon. I think it's time for you to go. Goodbye. <laughs> oh, oh, all right. Uh, you make dragon. Uh, goodbye, friends. Bye. Point at her. Dragon. Yes, my daughter. She, <laughs> she back through the uh-huh. I love that. <laughs> right under the bus. 
Okay. Um, so the next one, you see appear from the portal a a coffin-shaped box just spit oh. out and just poof, 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 on the ground. And you I can see there's a try note. to kick it back through. <laughs> there's a note taped to the front of it. Take the note. You, you open the note, and it says, I'm really dead this time, and nobody can get my gold because it's mine. Thank you for saving my life. Bilbo. I'll see you later. <laughs> I laugh and burn the note and open the coffin. Yeah, and you can see that there's another fake corpse and... <laughs> no, he's not. What the fuck? Is there anything in there? Yeah, it's an, it looks like another dead half. I mean, I'll do what I did last time and just... Yeah, and you can see there's there's gold in the side, same notes, same exact thing. Oh, this is the fake the corpse I found uh, that I hid from everyone. Yeah, it's very wet. Yep. Ew. Here it's you same, go. I'll one. give it to Brina. The corpse? Yeah, in the casket. I you have mean, a halfling zombie. Is that? Do I want a zombie or do I want to just skin him? Oh, it's fake. It's not real. That halfling skin will definitely not be able to. Well, I guess you have some halfling bones too, so you could. Uh, you I'll just make him into a zombie. Why not have a zombie? Okay, that'll yeah, well, be fun. Yeah, so you have a little. I 100 already took the gold though. Yeah, of course. Yeah, you you took both of the. That's fine. Little pieces a zombie is better than gold. <laughs> I'm giving this to you. Be nice, and I'll throw it at you. <laughs> Um, so next you see the figures of Lamrel and Brendan, sad eyes, <laughs> step through the portal. Uh, Lamrel is completely naked, holding a fishing rod, just, like, in the act of fishing. Uh, uh, look, he's he's yeah. kind of, like, looking around. Uh, well, I'm here. Thank you for, uh, everything that all of you have done. Uh-huh. Thanks for the eye. You're... You're welcome. Sorry about that time you were in the ground and probably dead. <laughs> That's okay. Definitely. And he just reels back on the fishing rod as it's pulling him back to the portal. Whoa, I got a big one! Whoa! <laughs> yes, you, yes, you do, Lamro. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you do. He runs back through and you see that Brendan looks at you, tears welling up in his eyes, clearly looking sad, and his eyes light up as he sees all of you. Uh, I knew I'd find you. Uh... My friends, my, my luck's turned around. And he runs, and he trips and rolls, and another portal opens up, and he just <laughs> goes back through. Oh. Thank God. <laughs> Goodbye. Hey, little guy. Did his best. Yeah, he did. Someone's the, taking care of him, right? Probably. The old taking man. care of. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Ukubo. Good night. So the next person that walks through is Ekthel, your friend from mm. when you were a child, and he just sees you and smiles, and he walks over to you and gives you a hug. Mm-hmm. It was always fun playing with you in the woods, Ukubo. Mm-hmm. Ball. Hmm. Ball. Ah, uh, yes. You have ball. Oh, um, I suppose, and he pulls like a shaped like cloth ball uh-huh. out and holds it. Ah. Hands it to you. I'm just gonna throw it up in the air and catch it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna throw it out. Yeah, and he just he like offhandedly catches it and tosses it back to you. Ah. You keep it. Ball? Yes. A gift to you. I'll pull out leaves. You keep leaves. Thank you. Puts him into his pocket. You keep drugs. <laughs> okay. Um. Thank you. Don't snitch. <laughs> um, he says where that. you live. <laughs> <laughs> um. Good luck. Good ball. Yes. And he goes. 
and then turns and <laughs> walks the back through the portal. Well, like that guy. <laughs> Gave ball. Mm-hmm. Your friend? No. Oh. <laughs> Ukubo knew as boy, did not you, as tree. Did you need a ball? Uh-huh. Okay. Ukubo going to ask Mr. Virian to play ball. <laughs> <laughs> I get And then it. hit him with bat. <laughs> <laughs> play ball? Bat! <laughs> Distraction. You're moving in on my business. Eh? <laughs> I was gonna crack his knees. <laughs> you think you sell drugs in town? So as you guys are, are talking to Ukubo about the ball, you see a small dwarven figure dressed head to toe in a cowboy outfit, holding a bag. What the fuck are all you doing? Just push my hat up. Howdy, partner. <laughs> and he pulls his down. Howdy, partner. <laughs> Well, you're all alive, so that's great. Mm-hmm. I got gifts or something for all of you. That's nice. Thank you. Thank you. Where did you get them from? I don't it ask those matter. questions. I'll <laughs> extend my hand. Those that ask questions, no gifts. And he <laughs> and he, to- he tosses a hat to you anyway, and he just kind of like winks mischievously. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you have the uh, Demodome of Disguise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they are uh, hats that are pretty tall, um, and you have one charge of Disguise self Per day by whispering the command word, yeehaw. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got those for you. I hope they help. Good Thanks. luck and all that with whatever the fuck it is you're doing. Thank you. He just tips his hat. Partner, I'm gonna go steal stuff. All right, have fun. Okay, bye. Don't get have caught. Fun. Good luck. I no. never get caught. Don't and steal you just things. hear a voice. Right at Dennis. Oh fuck! <laughs> Darts back through the portal. Put this hat on, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna look at Arthas, and I'm gonna say, "Yeehaw!" <laughs> and I'm gonna disguise myself as Arthas. Okay. <laughs> you see you see yourself. <laughs> oh, wonderful! Oh, no. <laughs> um, and you see another figure appear through, and you you just hear, "Mountain boy." And you see, coming through the portal are all of the dwarves from the tavern and Ningal poking his head through. And they're just, Mountain boy! Mountain boy! Mountain boy! Mountain boy! I need something to chug! Mountain boy! I'll play the... uh, They just toss an ale at you. (laughs) Yeah! Toss it back. Mountain boy! And he catches it and the dwarves walk back and Ningal just looks over to you. Good luck, Mr. Okubo. Hello. Hello. Oh, and they're all wearing their pajamas, by the way, just for <laughs> clarification. I forgot to mention that. Excellent. Tavern going okay? Your tavern is going very well, Ukubo, yes. <laughs> Business good. is good. Good. <laughs> and he pulls out a little plate of, like, food for you and hands it to you with his very large dragon hand. Ah. You can see that there are your leaves mm, mixed, mixed in, in with, with the it. food. Yeah. Ukubo-like. People have really been enjoying it. Ukubo have favor to ask. Okay. Uh, you able take day off and fly? Ukubo want you fly by Norberry. Say hello to 
Mama, Papa. Sure, Kubo, I can do that. Uh, work. Bookstore? Not, no name. Can't read. I'll find it. Good luck, everyone. Thank you. Tell them Ukubo sent you. (laughs) (laughs) I've got a message from Mr. Ukubo. And he steps back through and the portal begins to fizzle out. And you see one more portal appear in a bluish, shimmery, celestial color. Mm-hmm. And you see the wispy spirits of Zen and Wall step through mm-hmm. and look at all of you. Well, I'm dead. I just clap for her. <laughs> and she just like puts her arm around Wall. He looks happy and doesn't really say much. He just kind of like nods at all of you. It's like a force ghost kind yeah. of the situation. Yep. <laughs> Ladies, and do good job with Terrans B. Thank you. Uh-huh. Lom did did well. He turned it around. Ukubo put drugs on your grave. <laughs> <laughs> I would have expected nothing else. You're welcome. Hopefully help. Oh, it's helped. Whoo. <laughs> 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 Heaven's great. <laughs> the whispers. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you've all come quite a long way on your journey, and you've just a little bit more to go. You all helped to save my people, so... We're gonna die? Thank you. No, I don't think so. Hopefully not. Hopefully your struggles will be over. You'll be able to be happy. That sounds like something people say when someone dies. Yeah, it's right. Find a few guys out, just turn you into skeletons. Like you oh, I don't want forever. that. That's not uh, what I, I want. I will self-immolate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right before you get the last blow, you no. Burn again. Frida won't take me. <laughs> just melt your own face off. Jo- jokes on him. He can't burn. Stabbed. Just nothing. <laughs> Thank you all for everything you've done. Enjoy your sleepy dream time. I will. And you see the portal dissolve behind them and their spirits fade out with a, like, whoosh of pink petals matching that of the tree under which she was buried. (laughs) You throw leaves and you see a small package appear on the ground covered in these petals. Ah. And inside you find a um, a wooden carved necklace on a string with a single pink petal pushed into each of them. Huh. They don't do anything. They're just, uh, just pretty. emotional, pretty items. Yeah. Huh. And the portals fade out and Elran uh, looks to all of you flanked with Melody and Cookie and all of the children, including your friends. And he looks to you and says, well, shall we depart or is there anything else that you need to do before we leave? I think we're ready to go. Yeah. Let's do this. (laughs) Ha. Yeah, you toss it up and catch it. 
Did you uh, need pajamas before we go? Ukubo take Virian pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably fair. Just crack my knuckles. <laughs> <laughs> I threw the ball at Elrin. <laughs> yeah, he just he catches it, tosses it back to you. Ukubo like ball. It's very nice, Ukubo. All right. <laughs> Thank all of you for helping me and. <laughs> Bam! Not, not in my house. No. You're welcome. Okay, goodbye. Hopefully, we'll be successful. Hopefully? It's pretty bad if we lose. I think together we have the power to overcome Virian. I hope so. We got like, how many of these wizard children are there? A lot. Like 20. Alright. Yeah, dude, we got... I, like I can it. give almost all of them a skeleton. He sent me a mile away. I, I slammed think, into a mountain. What you mean is, no matter how many of them fall, you can put their skin on a skeleton. <laughs> oh, <laughs> right? I'm here to take PJs and play ball, and I lost my ball. Don't be too small, though. That's <laughs> so good. Um, and just for uh, combat purposes, they will all be operating similar to the mages when you fought in the cave, where yeah, it'll be one yeah, collective yeah, no, channeling of energy. I don't, I don't to anticipate do you to control no, twenty individual low-level uh, wizards. Yeah, That'd they'll be, be you know, influencing the fight. Twenty in some castings way. of wall of fire. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Jaren's just standing there, hair blown back as fire erupts from his hands. Uh. Um. All right, and. Elran crouches and begins to spin his hands in arcane. Uh, <laughs> if, you, you, if you want to throw it, uh, <laughs> I, I see him raise his hand and I get ready. I'll roll a deck, so you go for it. No, I'm not going to throw the ball at him. Okay. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get me, too. It's not fun. Um, I should just throw dice at that one. I'm just, just, I'm just standing behind Arthas, mimicking his motions while I'm disguised as him. Okay. Mm-hmm. I start doing da- I start dancing. Mm-hmm. Just doing weird shit. Yeah. Um, so you watch as he spins and performs okay, his Karen. arcane ritual. Ritual. And, ritual. And, a, uh, and another shimmery He's portal appears in front of you. Witch. Uh, and you watch as Elran just looks back at all of you and walks through the portal and the kids and Melody start moving towards the portal come on Brina she reaches out her hand to you you grab it (laughs) (laughs) babe it's fucking spice weasel And she turns, and the two of you walk in unison through this portal behind all of the children. Everybody stepping through? Gonna teleport through silently. Okay. I'll take one last look at the forest before I walk through. Sure. You look around at the the ghostly spectral trees and this small garden that sits at the base of this fairly beautiful circle of life in the forest of death essentially mm-hmm. and you are kind of overwhelmed with a 
a feeling of, of hope and <clears throat> happiness that maybe everything will be okay. And you turn and walk through the portal and you blink and open your eyes and we will stop a little bit early. We will pick up uh, there. I have a thing I want to do, Don. Sure. <laughs> you throwing it through the portal? No. Okay. I'm going to place it in the middle of the circle. Oh, okay. In my, I see. My okay. hole where my tree was. Very good. Sorry, I thought he was the last one through. No, no, no. My mistake. Yeah, I was... Okay, <laughs> got it. Over to that to bury the ball. Sure. Fond memories. Yeah, so you bury that. Uh-huh. And then... Okay. I'm going to go dig up the gem. Okay. And I'm going to take it. Okay. And I'm going to put it into my bag. Okay. And then I'll go through the portal. Sure. So you bury this ball in place of the gem and put that into your pocket. And you look around at your home for mm -hmm. some period of time and mm -hmm. step through and you open your eyes. Mm -hmm. And that's where we will pick it up mm -hmm. next week. Very good. With this mm -hmm. very emotional music. Mm -hmm. Yep. So, goodbye, trees. Yeah. Um, chat, thank you guys very much for joining us for this early episode of Setendor. Um, Sorry for screwing up everyone's schedule. <laughs> uh, we probably have two or three more, depending on how the next one goes. Um, and then we will do a discussion episode of any questions that you guys have to explain the chaos that was this uh, campaign mm -hmm. and any other things that you guys want to know, any secrets that I have. Um, but yeah, this was a, an emotional one preparing for as we are nearing the end. And I appreciate all of you being here and playing through my first campaign. I really appreciate it. It's mm -hmm. been very fun despite the ups and downs i'm uh i'm very proud of how we've all grown as players and mm -hmm. uh i look forward to finishing this one off and starting the next one mm -hmm. it's gonna be it's a good been time a blast it's i cannot fun. wait to bamboozle you with that newfound gem mm -hmm. it's gonna be a good time i've got a plan dog <laughs> very good i hope so i'm excited to see what it'll what it'll be mm -hmm. but yeah Thank you guys. And chat, thank you guys for watching. We will see you on Tuesday for the City of Oshwamp. And then we will be back on Wednesday for Princes of the Apocalypse so we can go fight uh, a big scary monster. And then next Friday we will be doing uh, a couple of couples. John, Sarah, myself, and Kelsey will be playing Monopoly. And there will be a God, special no. oh. surprise. Oh, have to for CMS. Are we really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. We have an idea, though. You're going to see a different fucking side of me. <laughs> different from this? Do yeah, you remember? Even more no, malicious. Honestly, do you remember when we one time played Monopoly? Yeah, and you beat me. No, I didn't. With a stick. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hate this game! Uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, sure will. She'll bring her beating stick. <laughs> Um, and then next Sunday, normal time, 6 p.m. Eastern, we will pick up with Tales of Setendor. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, thank you guys very much for watching. We will see you next time. See you Tuesday. Good night, everybody. Who's the Bye. mountain boy now? Bye. Mountain boy. <laughs>